ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. And there's one hit towards right field. A running, running, running. Not able to get it. Anderson is going to have it get past the right fielder, Shane Elin, and he is going to be able to get a triple. That kid can run. Lead-off triple for Brayden Anderson. Two for two today. Today, from Memorial Field in Kearney, it's a Heartland Athletic Conference contest as the Bearcats welcome in the Rockets of Lincoln Northeast. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Rich at third, Johnson at second, Smith at first, Anderson has already scored. There's nobody out. The base is loaded and no place to put Reese Bober in the 3-1 pitch from Logan Brinkman on the way. And it's going to be knifed into right field. That'll be a base hit. One run will score. Two runs will score. And there'll be runners at first and third. Two more. RBI. Reese Bober now with a four RBI game. Carney returns home after three straight road games against top five competition. Lincoln Northeast has bounced back from a rough first four games of the season to play better baseball over the last week. It's the Rockets and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from beautiful Memorial Stadium here in, or Memorial Field here at uh, Kearney. We are ready to bring you high school baseball this afternoon. Very nice weather-wise out as Kearney High takes on Lincoln Northeast, 61 degrees, wind has blown every home game right now. It's out of the south at about 18 miles an hour. That means it's blowing out towards left field. If you can pull the baseball here today, that'll help you out a little bit. Welcome you to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show ahead of today's contest on ESPN Tri-Cities. Now for Carney, they come in losers of three in a row, but you know what? That's probably okay. They were competitive on Saturday in both games. We'll hear from the head coach, Brad Archer, in a moment. And right now, those three losses are to the number two, number three, and number four teams in the state, Lincoln East, Millard West, and Millard South. In fact, they were ahead of Millard South, 3-0 going into the sixth, and South scored three runs in the bottom of the seventh to win the ball game by a score of 6-5. to five. So those last three opponents that Kearney have played are a combined 25-4. and four. Now they'll play a stretch where they only have one team with a winning record until after the conference tournament. And of course, if they do good there, they'll run into somebody. But Creighton Prep way down the road. They've got North Star coming up that's five and four. So a chance to put together a string of wins. If they can take care of the baseball, that's been one of the bugaboos is the fielding uh, so far for Kearney High. Looking forward to a good ball game, Lincoln Northeast, after a rough start and a season last year that just wasn't all that good. They're three and four. They've won their last three. And a couple of the games they've lost were 8-7 to Fremont and 6-4 to Omaha Westside. So they've come back with three straight wins, and they're trying to get number four here. And then they get Pius, Seward, and Grand Island. So there's no top ten teams in the next three after this one. So pivotal game today for these two teams as we're just a couple of weeks away from the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. We'll look at the starting lineups and get you ready for Kearney High Baseball in a moment. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. 
We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. And the starting lineups, as always, are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. For Lincoln Northeast in center field, the leading things off is Connor Wilkin. He's their leading man as far as at the plate. Number two batter is shortstop Nathan Brown. Batting third at first base is Tristan Brandt. The cleanup hitter in left field is Jacob Stroh. On the mound is going to be the number five batter, Cody Bruce. Batting sixth at third base is Trayton Brandt. Batting seventh is the designated hitter, Maxwell Roberts. Doing the catching and batting eighth is Chase Blanchard. And batting ninth in right field is Jordan Sachs. The second baseman is going to be Bryson Hopkins. The head coach is Kyle Parker for three and four, Lincoln Northeast. For Carney High in center field, leading things off, Reese Bober. Batting second at shortstop, Carter Lee. Batting third in left field is Corbin Rich. Designated hitter today, but still in the cleanup spot, is Tanner Johnson. Batting fifth at third base is Braden Anderson. At first base is Nolan Smith, and he'll bat sixth. Batting seventh in right field, Corin Conrad. The second baseman is Dawson Stutz. He'll bat eighth, and batting ninth, the catcher, Dylan Welsh. On the mound again on this Monday for Kearney is Lucas Wagner. Kearney's 5-4, ranked eighth in Class A. The head coach of the Bearcats is Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Conant and Josh Redman. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. We'll hear from the coach right after If you're this. passionate about agriculture and want to serve some of the area's leading producers, join the A-Team at Aurora Cooperative. Aurora Cooperative has multiple openings in agronomy, animal nutrition, energy, and grain at their locations in Nebraska, Iowa, and South Dakota. Aurora Cooperative offers very competitive wages and an extremely generous benefits package. If you're self-directed and customer-focused, apply today at Aurora AuroraCoop.com slash join our team. Aurora Cooperative is an equal opportunity employer. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on ESPN, getting ready for Carney High Baseball Memorial Field, taking on Lincoln Northeast. And head coach Brad Archer joining us here after a road trip that took him to Lincoln and Omaha. And coach, we knew that this was going to be a real tough stretch. In fact, this morning they're ranked second, third, and fourth. And you were very competitive on Saturday. I know Thursday you kind of kicked the ball around a little bit. You knew it would be a tough stretch. But how do you feel about the way the guys did play? Well, I, I feel good about everything. Obviously, we'd like to have an inning or two back against uh, Lincoln East, but uh, we put that behind us and came out on Saturday. And, and as you said, uh, we've been playing a bunch of uh, highly rated teams here the last uh, three or four games. And, you know, our kids came out and, and uh, we were very competitive on Saturday and, and had a chance to uh, win both of those games. Um, Blake Radis threw the first game against Millard West, and that's probably the best game that I've seen uh, Blake throw. He was, uh, I don't think he had any walks, uh, threw a lot of strikes, and was able to mix mix up his pitches. And we were right in that game. I think it was 3-3 going into the sixth inning, and and but they were able to score a, a run in the uh, a run or two in the sixth, I think it was. And so we ended up getting beat 5-3. to three. Uh, And then we loaded up in the bus and traveled over to Millard South, and 
and Braden Anderson gave us another great effort on the mound. Uh, we were up 3-0 going into the bottom of the sixth, and then uh, had a couple bad breaks, started off with the first hitter by committing a, a throwing error, and then their next hitter hit a ground ball that looked like it could be a possible double play, but it hit the lip on the infield and bounced over our second baseman's head. And then the next hitter had a – you couldn't have a, a better swinging bunt, so things just kind of went south on us in that inning and, and, uh, but we got out of there, it was three, three, and we were able to come back in the top of the seventh and, and put uh, two up on the board. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, we couldn't hold the lead in the bottom of the seventh. I guess what stood out for the weekend, you got the two good pitching performances, but in the early portion of the season, you really hadn't been whacking the ball around against some of the better competition, but you did that on over the weekend. Well, I think so. I think as the season goes on here, we'll, uh, We'll get a little bit better. The hitters will start catching up with the pitching a little bit, but uh, we we can still be more consistent at the plate. Uh, we we still have way too many strikeouts, as far as I'm concerned. We've got to do a better job of uh, getting the bat on the ball, especially with uh, two strikes, and because you you need to get uh, the bat on the baseball here to uh, force the defense to play defense and and do some things where even though a, a guy might not get a hit, at least he advances the runners and those type of things and puts you in a better position to uh, to score some runs. Anything else that stood out over the weekend? Uh, as you said, if they're starting to do some things better, maybe some individual performances as well that weren't necessarily on the mound? Our pitching has been really solid uh, throughout the year. We, we just need to be a little more consistent uh, on defense, uh, especially in the infield. Uh, you know, we have some kids that are capable of making great plays, but we just need to make the routine plays. If we can do that and limit the number of outs that, uh, you know, teams get in and you're only supposed to get three. And, and sometimes we uh, we struggle a little bit with that. And, and consequently, when you give somebody five, six outs in an inning when they're only supposed to get three, you're going to pay you're going to pay the pay the piper, so to speak. And, and we've certainly done that a couple of times this year. Carney coach Brad Archer with us for another minute ahead of Lincoln Northeast. Uh, Northeast kind of the opposite. Uh, they got off to a rough start, but played a little bit better here the last couple of weeks. What do you know about them? Well, Lincoln Northeast uh, really struggled last year. I think they maybe only won three or four games the entire season. So uh, they, they've almost uh, hit their win total from last year. And they've been very competitive. They've had a couple uh, nice wins. I see where they just beat Bellevue West uh, the other day. And, and uh, I think Maybe Fremont only beat them one run, and Omaha Westside only beat them two runs, and so they've been uh, very competitive, and, and I'm sure they're very happy with the way uh, the season has started for them. And, and uh, this game is big for us because uh, you know we're sitting in a position PowerPoint wise uh, with the Hack Conference coming up next week. Uh, that's going to be uh, seated this Friday, and so if we can kind of stay where we're at, we've got a great chance to be uh, the one or two seed for that tournament and get that first round by. And that's something that uh, uh, we would certainly take. Lucas Wagner gets the start on the mound and kind of, as you said, coach, after the really competitive. And as the head coach, Brad Archer of the Carney High baseball team, as we're ready to get things going here, our pregame brought to you by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Lincoln Northeast and Kearney here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Starting things off here for 
Uh, Lincoln Northeast, the left-handed hitter, Connor Wilkin. He is going to be playing in center field. And you take a look at what's going on here offensively and on the mound. Let's start on the mound here for Cody Bruce here today. Bruce comes in with a record of 4.67. He's got two appearances. He started two games so far on the season, and he is 0-1. As far as some of the uh, breakdowns for Bruce, he comes into the contest giving up uh, six innings worth of work, 10 runs, only four of them earned. He's walked five, and he has struck out eight in those 33 batters that he has faced so far on the season. Then you take a look at what you've got to at the plate here, and Wilkin, who starts things off, is the leading hitter at 458 on the season, but the Northeast team only hitting 269 so far this year. So it's Connor Wilkin, Nathan Brown, and Tristan Brandt, the first three batters here for Lincoln Northeast. As Carney sets their defense out there, it's Braden Anderson at third, Dawson Stutz at second, Nolan Smith at first, Carter Lee is the shortstop. In left field will be Corbin Rinch, Reese Bober in center, and Corn Conrad in right, Dylan Welsh the catcher. And Lucas Wagner is on the mound here today for Carney. We'll take a look at uh, some of his stats here as soon as we get this first pitch delivered to start the baseball game for Lucas. He's been in five games but has not won or lost one. He went against Grand Island last week. And the first pitch is going to be a fastball here. Outside corner got him for strike one. So 0-1. Good start here for Wagner who can bring some heat. The junior kicks and fires. A big old breaking ball that stays up. Ball one, one and one. So for Lucas so far, nine and a third innings. He's given up 10 hits, walked eight, struck out 13. And the 1-1 pitch, fastball that's going to be outside. Mr. Kurt Schmidt behind the plate. Jimmy Langan on the bases here for our first ball game of the day. Varsity up ahead of the JVs. And the fastball is going to be on the outside corner. Just missed. Ball three. And it's three and one to the leading hitter for Lincoln Northeast, Connor Wilkin, to start things off. Then Nathan Brown and Tristan Brandt. So the first pitch is strike. Now it's 3-1. Fastball waved out and missed. It was right down the middle for strike two. And it's three balls and two strikes. For Carney High, going to be a busy week. They go to Grand Island for a pair and Lincoln for a pair later this week. Fastball off the end of the bat, off the Carney dugout. It will remain three balls and two strikes. So Thursday they go to Grand Island to play the Islanders in Norfolk, and then Saturday it's off to Lincoln to play Lincoln High and Lincoln North Star. And again, the 3-2 pitch here to the leadoff man of the ball game, Connor Wilkin. Wagner stares him down and fires, and it's going to be high, ball four. And ejection out there, as you can see him drop his head. But uh, when we had the last game last week, gave up that first hit to E.J. Aarons and then really battled out of it. Uh, Lucas did not give up a run until the fourth inning. He only gave up the one run, and Carney came back with a four spot in the fifth, ended up winning the ball game four to three. So a nice lead by Connor Wilkin over at first. Today, the first baseman is Nolan Smith. A bunt is laid down. Wagner will come off the mound. He'll glove it. He'll underhand it, and that'll be out number one. So very first pitch, Nathan Brown lays down the sacrifice bunt to advance Wilkin down to second base, and that'll bring up Tristan Brandt. You take a look at this team. As we said, they're not hitting a ton, uh, so Northeast trying to manufacture some runs. They did put up 13 and a 13-12 to win against Elkhorn, but they average more of about five runs a game. 
which isn't terrible. Uh, they had three and two the first two games, but they've been uh, doing a little bit better offensively here over their last five. So out of the stretch to Tristan Brandt, another left-hander. He's the first baseman, stands right on top of the plate here, and Wagner will rock and fire. That's dropped by the catcher, but doesn't get away too far from Dylan Welsh. And it's going to be called inside for ball one. Carney High Baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. is always glad to have you along with us. Many great sponsors that allow us to bring you another season of Bearcat Baseball. And they're going to throw back to second. That one's a little close. The shortstop today, Carter Lee, slaps it down, but Wilkin is back in there. Good move from Wagner. That was more than just a see-what-you're-doing-back-there throw. Don't forget, after this 1-0 pitch, we'll let you know. Fastball fouled back over our heads and out of play. The NCAA Men's Basketball National Championship game is tonight as Kansas takes on North Carolina. Coverage right after baseball and tip-off is scheduled tonight at 8.20. One ball, one strike to Brandt with Stroh on deck. And the wind of the pitch is a breaking ball outside, ball two. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Creed Martin still out with that shoulder injury for Kearney. And then you take a look at what we have for Lincoln Northeast. They've got a solid player in Carson Peterson that has yet to play because of a shoulder injury as well. Our injury report here on ESPN, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney, and the next pitch is going to be outside again, ball three. So Wagner already throwing quite a few pitches here to the first three batters. The 3-1 pitch taken in there for strike two, right in the upper portion of the strike zone. Wasn't what Brant wanted. Wilkin, after the leadoff walk, butted over to second. That's where he stands with one out here in the first, and Tristan Brant, a 3-2 count on it. And Wagner. There goes the runner. It's outside. They got a chance down here at third, but he's in there safely. He overslid the bag. He's still going to be safe. And it is ball four, a walk to Tristan Brandt. Stolen base, Connor Wilkin. That was a good pitch if it wasn't a 3-2 pitch because it was up and away and an easy throw for the catcher, Dylan Welsh, down to Braden Anderson, but just too much of a jump for Connor Wilkin. So runners on the corner for the cleanup hitter, Jacob Stroh. He's playing left field today for Lincoln Northeast. Stroh comes in batting 333 on the season. One extra base hit. Northeast trying to make some noise here early on in the top of the first. And once again for the second straight start, Wagner has to work out of a first inning jam. Did he hit him on the helmet? They're going to say no. It just popped out of Welsh's hands and all the way to the backstop. But the runner did not come home. I think everybody was confused about what actually happened there. But overthrew that one, and it's ball one. So two walks and a sacrifice bunt here for Lincoln Northeast. And sliding down to second base with that wild pitch was Tristan Brandt. So runners at second and third now on Wagner. Fires, swing and a miss, strike one. This will be the key, just like last week, to get out of the jam. He came back with back-to-back -back strikeouts of the number four and five hitter. One ball, one strike. Just like all pitchers, want to stay ahead in the count, but that's not where Wegner's been here so far. And the 1-1. Swung on and ripped the third foul. He jumped on that one, sliced it right between 
Coach Parker and the runner, Connor Wilkin. But one and two, Cody Bruce, the Lincoln Northeast pitcher, is on deck. Just underway here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And the pitch, one, two, check swing. And again, for some reason, Dylan Welsh has trouble catching the baseball. Didn't see that much the first couple of games, but last couple here we have. Don't know if it's the glove. Shouldn't be new by now. And it's outside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Lincoln Northeast, two ducks on the pond without the hit. And the 2-2 pitch from Wagner. Fastball low. He brought it down the heart. But it was low, and for the third time, we've got a 3-2 count to the first four batters. We talked about this early on. Carney's pitchers always seem to throw a lot of pitches. But he hasn't been ahead of the count, really. He was ahead 1-2. 3-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. A big strikeout there for Lucas Wagner. So he gets out number two. Still one more to go. As the opposing pitcher, Cody Bruce, will stand in there. Lincoln Northeast. With plenty of lefties, and the pitcher is a lefty as well. So three of the first five lefties. Carney's got a good mixture of their right-handed and left-handed batters as well. So big at bat here already in the top of the first. Could be 2-0, or Carney gets out of it and comes to the plate. The pitch. Fastball swung on and missed over the outside corner. Strike one. Northeast looks like they're just trying to make contact, really. They don't see a big, like, I'm going to crush this thing to the wall type swing. Just a nice, smooth swing. And they've been a little bit behind a couple of fastballs. The 0-1 to Bruce, up and away, 1-1. One and one. Wagner doesn't really use a big curveball. Matt Cotted, who calls the pitches, assistant coach, talked about it last week as more of a slider. That's his off-speed pitch. And the 1-1, going to be low, ball two. Two balls, one strike. Trying to work around these two walks here in the top of the first inning. After Cody Bruce would be Trayton Brandt. If they can keep it going. 2-1 pitch. Fastball low and away. Ball three. And Wagner, whether he has a good first couple of innings or not here, as far as the score, this kind of pitch count might not have him keep him around too long. Three and one with first base open. To Cody Bruce, Wagner's pitch. He takes it. It is called high. Ball four. Wagner's a little frustrated, and we may get a trip to the mound here. We will by the catcher, Dylan Wells, to try and settle him down. But three walks here in the first, and the bases are loaded to bring up the third baseman, Trayton Brandt. Brandt hitting 286 on the season. Wilkin Brown, Stroh Roberts. They are your top four hitters. Roberts is on deck. So bases loaded here in the top of the first inning. And Trayton Brandt will stand in there. Looks like we got a courtesy runner down there at first for Bruce. And now Wagner, still out of the stretch, swung on and missed. Thought maybe he just got a... Foul tick on that, strike one to Brandt. So let's see what Coach Connick calls here. Every 0-1 pitch has missed so far here, and it ends up getting to three balls on every batter except where we had the sacrifice. The 0-1, fastball got away from the catcher. Here comes run number one, and Lincoln Northeast is going to have the lead. 
They better figure out whatever that is. That's like the sixth ball that was not caught here so far in the top of the first inning, and they're not bouncing up there, at least not all of them. And so in to score to give Lincoln Northeast the lead is Connor Wilkin. We'll put it as a wild pitch, but definitely one that probably should have been handled. one nothing Northeast, the runners advance, and the 1-1 pitch, fastball in there, strike two. And it's one and two with the designated hitter, Maxwell Roberts, on deck. High school baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. And the one-two to get out of here is a sweeping curveball. That's going to be outside and low, blocked by Welsh. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Two outs and a runner across here in the top of the first. Trying to avoid the big inning is Carney. And the 2-2 pitch. Taken low and inside. Ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Already three walks in the inning. A run across. one nothing. Wagner kicks and fires. It's inside. It hit him. Probably a good thing it hit him or it would have went to the screen and Brad Archer is going out to the mound. Never like to see the manager come out in the first. But that's what's happened here. And Wagner is having control problems and the bases will be loaded once again. And that's it. Brad Archer is going to make the move right here. So we will see an early exit for Lucas Wagner with plenty of baseball still later this week, so I'm sure he'll be back in there to get the start. We will take a break and be back with more high school baseball and tell you about the pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney taking care of you since 1994. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we'll do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Doug Duda back with you here in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field at Kearney where we have a pitching change. Dawson Stutz is going to come into the baseball game after Lucas Wegner could not get out of the first inning and the bases are loaded. Wegner does stay in. We've got a courtesy runner out there for Lincoln Northeast. That is Caden Clapper at second. 
So the base is loaded, one run across, and we have had three walks and a hit batter and a wild pitch. In fact, a couple of them. So standing in there will be Maxwell Roberts, the designated hitter, trying to blow it open here in the top of the first. Dawson Stutz comes set, and the first pitch called over the outside corner, strike one, but that's how Wagner started. They moved Bober into second and put Wagner out to center instead of bringing Tanner Johnson in. He was the designated hitter, so they're just going to keep it that way. And Stutz gets ready, trying to work out of a jam with two outs. The pitch high. And the ball pops out of the glove at Dylan Welsh. Somebody get the kid a glove. It's one and one. Chase Blanchard would be next. Stutz, one and oh. This is his fourth appearance. He's got a 1.5 ERA. He's only worked four and two-thirds innings. Fastball fouled straight back. Strike two, one and two. So Stutz trying to get out of here and leave Lincoln Northeast with some problems. That's one thing Kearney has done. Their opponents have left a lot of guys on base this year. Grand Island 13 just last week. Bases loaded, one and two. One nothing, Lincoln Northeast, top of the first of the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike three. So Stutz comes in, throws strikes, and gets out of here. And there was one run on zero hits. There were no errors, and the bases were left loaded, so Carney survives the top of the first northeast on the board. It's one to nothing. Rockets lead it here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping's awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Well, we come to the bottom of the first inning, and Carney trailing by a score of one to nothing. Reese Bober will be the first man up, and the first pitch from Cody Bruce is way out of the zone. Ball one, one and zero. Oh. Second pitch, right over the outside, just missed the black. Ball two. Reese Bober, Carter Lee, Corbin Rich. As Carney comes to the plate here in the bottom of the first, working quickly, Bruce fires it way behind on the swing there by Reese Bober on a 2-0 count. Took a swing and came up empty. Two balls, one strike. Northeast playing it pretty straight up here. Pitch outside, ball three. Two Reese Bober. 
Cody Bruce already his third start, and he's ready to throw the ball almost as soon as his catcher, Chase Blanchard, gets it back to him. And it's going to be high, ball four. Ooh, and the pitcher throws his hands up in the air as if to say, where was that? Got to be careful on that on the first batter of the game. So Carter Lee will stand in there. He's the shortstop for Carney. He's on one of that left-hand side of the batter's box. Lee just batting 179, but Coach Archer has kept him up towards the top of the lineup. He has struggled getting on base. Take the first pitch here outside the zone, ball one. Bover gets his lead away from first. It's conservative against the lefty, and the fastball is inside, and that's going to send Chase Blanchard out to the mound. So it's 2-0, and Carney has already got the leadoff man on board via the walk. We saw three walks. A hit batter on a 3-2 pitch. Not a pretty first inning either side so far. Carter Lee ahead of the count, 2-0. And Bruce's pitch over the outside half for strike one, taken all the way, Carter Lee. Carney comes into today's baseball game, hitting 273. Obviously, the averages went down a little bit against those top five teams last week. But they did hit the ball. It wasn't horrible. Lee will take one down at the knees for strike two. Good pitch from Cody Bruce. Again, working quickly up there. Pinch towards second base by the middle infielders. With Bober getting the lead away from first. And the pitch way inside. Ball three. Three and two. Wind picking up again, starting to howl at about 20 miles an hour towards left center, out of the south here today. And the 3-2 pitch to Lee. He'll take it up and in, ball four. And immediately, Kyle Parker pops out of the dugout and he heads to the mound. So Carney was able to get the bases loaded, got out of there, and now everybody comes in to Talk about a pitcher that hasn't been able to find the strike zone. And that's hasn't missed it much. That first pitch was way out, but uh, then we go right around the plate and just didn't get a couple calls, missed the zone a couple of times. And the key here is just put the ball in play. Corbin Rich, not a candidate for a bunt here. So Carney tries to answer right back. They've been fairly good about doing that. Corbin comes into the baseball game as Carney's leading hitter, 519, three extra base hits. A lot of those, though, have come with nobody on. He's only got three RBIs, and he takes one up and away for ball one here. 1-0 as the crowd continues to filter into Memorial Field. Pretty nice day for baseball if you're sitting in the sun. Two on, nobody out. Bottom of the first, one nothing. Lincoln Northeast, the pitch to Rich. Takes something off and guides it in there for strike one. One ball, one strike. Tanner Johnson doing the designated hitting today. He is on deck. Bober at second, Lee at first. Playing in at first, anticipating a possible bunt. Pitch to Rich, swung on and hit down the right field line, but knifing foul and out of play. So it's one and two to Rich. Our high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
Brought to you in part by Carney ENT. Out of the stretch, the one-two. Rich is going to take one that just missed. Just up, just away. One of the two, ball two. There's a pretty good crowd, actually, that made it in from Lincoln. I mean, you're never going to count more than about 50 with parents and folks, but there was a lot of them here early. Two and two to Corbin Rich. Swung on and grounded in the hole to right field. It's a short one, and they will hold the runner, and running through the stop sign, Bober has to hustle back as it's picked up there by Jordan Sachs. So, like usual, when Corbin hits the baseball, he hits it hard, and they're playing a little shallow in right field. But that loads the bases, our first base hit of the ball game here, a sharp single to right by Corbin Rich. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Tanner Johnson. Johnson hitting 364 so far on the season. One extra base hit off the wall here. And the first pitch to him. Swung on. Oh, he fouled it off the plate, and it's going to skip. Foul and actually came back into play. But since it was fouled off immediately, it'll be strike one. There's one that could have got interesting. <laughs> Had that just been a turf monster, everybody would have been standing around. Strike one to Johnson. Nobody out, bases loaded, bottom of the first. And Johnson takes it over the outside corner, strike two, and we have our first 0-2 count of the game. Playing in at the corners here, back in the middle defensively for Lincoln Northeast. They lead it 1-0, and we're still here in the first. Sun giving center field some problems if Johnson hits it out there. It's going to be low and away for ball one. We saw a couple of the guys in warm-ups just let the ball drop because they couldn't find it. So a little wind and a little sun here at Memorial Field. Braden Anderson on deck. Tanner Johnson looking to put the ball in play here. Bases loaded, nobody out. And the one-two pitch from Cody Bruce. Swung on and knifed towards left, but it's slicing towards the left fielder who almost overran it. Jacob Stroh brings it in, but that's enough to get the sacrifice fly and tie the ball game as Reese Bober will come in to score. RBI sack fly out to left, and that'll bring up Braden Anderson. 1-1 one, one now. Anderson playing third today for Carney. Lee at second, Rich at first. Carney High will be back home one week from today when they take on Hastings. And again, we'll have that for you here on ESPN. Hastings has struggled a little bit, lost a lot off last year's team. And Cody Bruce kicks and fires, took a little something off that and left it high, ball one. Now playing back at the corners, not anticipating a bunt of any kind here and the pitch fastball little behind it fouls it out of play one and one of course we've got Kansas City Royals baseball starting Thursday afternoon Royals baseball this year will be here on ESPN Tri-Cities they open up with Cleveland the first game for the Guardians that'll be about a 310 first pitch depending on when opening ceremonies get done and the pitch Swung on and didn't get that fastball. Strike two for Braden Anderson, one and two. So Bruce has settled down here a little bit after the back-to-back -back walks to start the ball game. Updates on the Masters, and as we said, the NCAA men's final tonight. 
The 1-2 pitch now to Anderson is on the way, and that's going to drop down inside. Called strike three. And out number two. It just dropped down over the knees of the inner half and buckled O'Brien Anderson. So just like Carney, Lincoln Northeast could work their way out of what could have been a big, big jam here in the first. So the Bearcats two on and two out now for Nolan Smith. He's playing first base today. Nolan batting 227 so far on the season. Does have a couple of doubles up there. And Cody Bruce out of the stretch, fires the fastball, and it's ripped straight back to the net. Strike one on the foul ball. Masters tees off on Thursday. We got a chance to talk with Alex Myers of Golf Digest on the Doug and Daddy Show today. You can check that out on our podcast. 0-1 stays high. Ball one, one and one to Nolan Smith. Bruce slowing down a little bit too now. He was pitching so fast to the first two guys. Comes set and brings home the 1-1. That's going to be hit foul down the right field line. Deep down there. City boys are going to see that one roll down by the maintenance shed. And it's one ball and two strikes to Nolan Smith. Corn Conrad is waiting on deck. Both teams have had a chance to get a big hit. And it hasn't produced so far in the first inning. Low one-two, outside. Good job there by Blanchard to slide out and keep that from the backstop. Two balls, two strikes to Nolan Smith. Lee at second, Rich at first. Bober scored on the sacrifice fly. One-one, bottom one. And Bruce brings home the two-two. Swung on, hit towards short. It's going to get to the outfield. They'll try and score the runner as Lee's got plenty of speed to get in there and give Carney the 2-1 lead on the RBI single by Nolan Smith. Both the singles just kind of found the hole, trying to keep the runner on, shaded towards second base. And that'll be an RBI for Nolan Smith. 2-1 Carney, and we're still batting here in the bottom of the first with Corin Conrad, the right fielder. Looking for his first base hit of the year. So Conrad, this would be a good time to pick that up. With two on and two out still here in the first. Time going to be called. And now everybody's ready to go. Bruce, a left-handed pitcher, kicks and fires inside, almost clipped him, but it's ball one. So a long first inning here. Already 30 minutes into our baseball game. And a 1-0 count. Conrad just hoping to put this baseball in play. In a lot of room between first and second. And he's going to hit it right towards second base. A two-hopper is bobbled. Throw to first high, and it's going to be an error. And that's going to allow a run to score as it comes off the dugout. They do get the throw to the plate. It's a bang-bang play, but sliding in there safely is going to be Corbin Rich. And Northeast should have been out of the inning. But it's going to be a throwing error on the second baseman, Corn Conrad, not the fastest guy down that line, but he dropped it and then hurried his throw over to first and threw it right over Tristan Brandt's head. And it's three to nothing now, Carney High. 
three to one, excuse me, Carney High. Smith got all the way over to third. And the fastball to Dawson Stutz, who's now doing the pitching, is high ball one. And Cody Bruce is all full of frustration out there on the mound. Didn't get a couple of calls. Now they've kicked it around a couple of times. 3-1 Carney here in the first. Stutz will take it up and away. Ball two, 2-0. Two and, oh. and Carney might end up batting around here in the first inning. Welsh is on deck. Runners at the corners. Already three across. And the 2-0 count here. Stutz probably looking for one right down the middle. And he's taking its low ball three. 3-0. Lucas Wagner started for Carney. Couldn't get out of the inning because of the early walks. So Stutz is now on the mound for Carney. And he's going to be taking a 3-0 pitch here. That is called strike one. He threw the ball back over the of the bat over to the dugout because he thought it was high. So he has to go retrieve that. The old 3-0 semi-automatic strike because it was right down the middle, even if it had been a tad bit high. 3-1, swung on and fouled back out of play. Now it's 3-2, and Bruce trying to rally back from that 3-0 count. So Cody Bruce trying to get his team into the dugout with no further damage. And the 3-2, up and away, ball four, and the bases are loaded. Conrad down to second. And that'll bring up Dylan Welsh. And as we've said, this is kind of a surprise. Coach just leaves him in the nine hole, and he's hitting 500. He's 8 of 16 so far on the season. And Riley Miller is going to come in and be the courtesy runner here for the catcher, Dylan Welsh. He'll go get his gear on. And so Dylan Welsh gets in there for Dawson Stutz, excuse me. And uh, Welsh will be back there swinging the bat. He's got three doubles on the season including one last week, which was the first hit of the game against GI. The pitch going to be over the outside corner, strike one. And that is probably where Bruce should be living on these left-handed hitters. He's done a good job of getting to the outside half and getting that first strike call. Welsh now awaits the 0-1. He'll take it in the same spot, strike two, 0-2. Seems that Mr. Schmidt's given a little more on that outside corner of the plate. Welsh now waiting the 0-2. Let's see what Bruce does. Will he even challenge him? Foul tipped at the plate. And we'll stay at 0-2. Smith at third. Conrad at second. Courtesy runner Miller at first. 3-1 Carney, and we are still in the first inning. Another 0-2 pitch here to Dylan Welsh. He'll take it. Just missed up and away. Ball one, one and two. If Welsh opens this thing up, then we go right back to Reese Bober. Would have been a big punch out there had they called it. Now he fouls one back over the inside hitting facility. So another one for the kids to go run down in the parking lot. One ball, two strikes. And we'll do it again to Dylan Welsh. Took something off of it. It sails outside. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Hastings and Adams Central both making the long trip to Platteview, and they're each playing a game there today. Central City 
taking on St. Paul in their baseball game. 2-2 to Welsh. Fastball up, ball three. And the bases are loaded with a 3-2 count to Dylan Welsh. And Bruce has got to bring one here. That could be pain if Welsh gets a bat on this one. The runners will be going. Here we go, 3-2 pitch. He takes it, and he gave him strike three on the punch out. So strike three over the outer half. And we finally see the first inning come to an end. Three runs. Carney was able to manage two hits. There was one error, and the bases were left loaded. We've played one inning. It is Carney three and Lincoln Northeast one. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Nothing is better than cruising or fishing in a boat powered by a Yamaha outboard. They make fun dependable. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Get ready for summer at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down, or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it. And who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. And welcome back to ESPN coverage of Carney High Baseball. We go to the top of the second inning. It'll be 8-9-1 here for Lincoln Northeast. And the first pitch is going to be fouled on the right field line by Chase Blanchard, the catcher. Then it's Jordan Sachs, the right fielder, and back up top to Connor Wilkin, the center fielder here for Lincoln Northeast against Dawson Stutz, who came in in relief in the first inning. 3-1, Carney. And the pitch by Stutz takes something off of it and drops it inside for ball one. One and one. And Wagner is now out in center field and Bober moved over to second base. Stutz working quickly, fastball high, ball two. Two and one. And we had a total of six walks in the first inning between the two teams. And a hit batter. Here's one slow roller towards short. Lee scoops it. Lee fires right into the mitt there of the first baseman, Nolan Smith. And a ground out to short to start the second inning here for Chase Blanchard. And that'll bring up the right fielder, number two, Jordan Sachs. That is more of what the Kearney faithful coaches were hoping for here. Stutz. Squaring to bunt and fouling straight back was Sachs. Trying to bunt for a base hit there with nobody on. Sachs, of course, batting that number nine slot, has just one hit so far this season. 
And the pitch from Stutz, up and in, ball one. One and one. So we need something to happen here for these two teams, get the crowd going again. All those pitches outside the strike zone can put you to sleep in a hurry, and it's ball two, two and one. Luckily, the wind's blowing to keep some people moving around. Pitch to Stutt from Stutz, fouled back, strike two. Again, big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue and the crew here for their hospitality, bringing you today's high school baseball, sponsored by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor, located in Kearney, FlorangChiropractic.com. Another foul ball. This one actually stays in play, but over towards the Lincoln Northeast bullpen down the right field line. And it remains two and two. To the right fielder, Jordan Sachs, Connor Wilkin, would be next, or will be next with only one out. Dawson Stutz winds and fires again, and a check swing foul ball to the net. And our home plate umpire has to go refill the bag with baseballs. And we're back here next Monday for Carney and Hastings. Another Tri-Cities battle. By then, we should know pairings for the hack tournament, hopefully. Another 2-2 pitch from Dawson Stutz to the number nine hitter, Sachs. Swung on and popped into the air towards center. Wagner coming in, shades down. He'll make the catch for out number two. So Sachs, the number nine batter, battled up there, put a ball in play. But it's two up, two down here in the second, and that'll bring up the center fielder, Connor Wilkin, who scored. Northeast's only run, he walked. Again, it was walk, sacrifice bunt, walk, strikeout, walk, hit by pitch with a 3-2 count, and then a strikeout. That was the way the Northeast first inning went. Wilkin, the left-hander, takes a mighty swing, hits it deep to center field. Wagner back, back, should have it, and he puts up his glove in front of the warning track and hauls it in. So after that long first inning, we get three up, three down here from Dawson Stutz. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the second. It is Carney three and Lincoln Northeast one. Okay, this is pretty cool. Tom Dinsdale and Hastings. You can buy cars right from their website. What? Yeah, it's called Start to Finish. You see, I clicked on the Purchase Now button on the car I like, and it let me choose the payment I wanted. It gave me a value on my trade, and all the financing stuff is right there. I wouldn't buy a car without test driving. <laughs> well, they bring the car to you if you're within 25 miles of Hastings. Now, Tom Dinsdale and Hastings? Yep, Tom Dinsdale, cdjr.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And we go to the bottom of the second inning. Kearney's going to start just like they did in the first. And time called just as the pitcher, Cody Bruce, was in his windup. So he threw it about three-fourths of the way up the back screen here as Carney will bring in Reese Bober, Carter Lee, Corbin Rich, and the pitch going to be out of the zone, ball one. 
Carney three runs, two hits in that first inning. They also with the beneficiary of three walks. Bruce fires a fastball down the middle. It's right back over his head. A solid single to center for Reese Bober. And that'll be the third hit of the baseball game here for Carney High. So Bober to center, and that'll bring up Carter Lee. Carter Lee, one of the first three guys to get on, and they all scored. He walked as well. Let's see if he drops down a bunt here. They're playing in at third, squares to bunt, fastball taken. Strike one. Check one, two, three, four. That was actually a really good pitch. And I don't mean that he should have bunted it. That was just a really good pitch. Down and away, strike. Lee again. Now he takes it outside, ball one. One and one. Coach Brad Archer giving the signs again. Guess we're going to see bunt again. Here's the pitch. Nope, swung on and ripped right at second. Line out and back to first. In plenty of time, couldn't make the throw. So Lee hit it hard, but lined out to the shortstop, Nathan Brown. And that'll bring up Corbin Rich. He singled sharply to right field the first time up. Again, Corbin having a decent start to the season offensively here for Carney. Lifting that 519 average. First pitch here is a breaking ball low, ball one. One and oh. Don't forget to nominate your athlete for our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by BB Carpet. We're into April. We'll let you know who those new athletes of the month are here as Rich takes that fastball for strike one. One and one. Tanner Johnson is next. One on, one out here in the bottom of the second. Carney up 3-1. Swung on and missed by Rich. Strike two, one and two. We'll see what Corbin can muster here on a one-two pitch from Bruce. It's going to be down and in for ball two. Two and two. Cody Bruce again had some control issues there in the first inning. But when he does fire it down the middle, Carney's put the bat on it. Here's the pitch. And that's hit into left center field and well hit all the way back. That's going to hit off the wall on the fly. Bounce back towards center. And they will have to hold the runner, Reese Bober. But a stand-up double, Corbin Rich does what Corbin Rich does to fastballs. He hammers them. That hit about halfway up into left center field. And that'll put runners at second and third with one man out. And the cleanup hitter, Tanner Johnson. He flew out to left with the bases loaded, so got the sacrifice fly his first time up. And a big chance here for Tanner. He'll take one up and away for ball one. 3-1 Carney. Lincoln Northeast charging on the pitch from the middle infielders. That can be dangerous. The pitch over the inside corner, missed. Ball two. Two and oh. The pitchers are having to work here today. The 2-0 pitch from Bruce to Johnson, fouled straight back, 2-1. Braden Anderson would be next. Carney's had some pretty good success so far at home this season. And looking for more of it here against Lincoln Northeast. 
Two balls, one strike to Johnson. Swung on and grounded towards first. That's going to get in the hole and into right field. One run's going to score. They're going to have to hold up Corbin Rich and trying to get to second. Never stop and Tanner Johnson. And he ran right in front of the play. Jordan Sachs knew what he was doing, but they had to try to get it into the cutoff man. And so Johnson just kept on going down to second base. He'll get an RBI, driving in Reese Bober, and Carney's up by a score of 4-1. to one. Rich at third, Johnson with his second RBI, and Coach Parker is going to make his way out to the mound here again to talk to Cody Bruce. And let's see if they make a move or not. I don't think so. And that was one with the second baseman shaded towards right that just was hit perfectly by Johnson, but neither one could get. So that'll bring up Braden Anderson. He was called out on strikes in the first inning. 4-1 Carney here in the second. And Anderson a chance to make it 6-1 with anything to the outfield. I would think Johnson would be able to score this time. The pitch, fastball, foul straight back, good swing, big swing, Anderson. And he came up out of his shoes on that one. 0-1. Nolan Smith is on deck, who also had an RBI in the first inning. Cody Bruce comes set of the pitch from the Northeast Rocket. Is hammered towards center field, but right at the center fielder. Connor Wilkin has it. Tag it up. The throw coming home. It'll be cut off. And sliding in safely will be Corbin Rich. It's 5-1, Carney, as Anderson will get the sacrifice fly to center field. That is out number two. Staying at second was Johnson and Nolan Smith back in there again. Singled and drove in a run in the first inning. Five to one, Carney. Cody Bruce trying to get out of here. Off speed, drops in there to the right-handed hitter for strike one. So 0-1-1, he gets ahead of a batter here. It's been a battle for everybody so far today. And Bruce checks the runner, checks him again. Nobody's really covering him. Now finally brings it home, and that is in there for strike number two. Good pitch to Nolan Smith, who is now down on the count, 0-2. One more runner out there on second base, Tanner Johnson. And an 0-2 pitch to Nolan Smith as Bruce finally comes set and kicks and delivers. It's way outside. Knocked down there by the catcher, Chase Blanchard. One and two. Corin Conrad would be next. Carney batted around, set nine men to the plate in the first. Smith, the sixth man here in the second with two out. And a one-two pitch. Swung on and hit high down the right field line, and it's going to be drifting, drifting, drifting foul. So we'll do it again. One and two. Again, Kearney will head over to Grand Island to play the Islanders again and Norfolk Thursday down to Lincoln to play North Star and High Saturday. First game at 10 a.m. The pitch swung on and missed, strike three, and Smith will go down. But Kearney High is able to put up two more runs in this inning. They're able to get that done on a couple of hits, make it three hits, excuse me, because Tanner Johnson had a hit, and there were no errors. And one man left on. Two complete. It's Carney 5, Lincoln Northeast 1. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball 
They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. We go to the top of the third. Dawson Stutz fires the first pitch of the third in there for strike one to Nathan Brown. Two, three, and four hitters up for Lincoln Northeast as they trail Carney five to one. Brown laid down a first pitch sacrifice bunt in the first inning. Here he'll take one right down the middle, but low, ball one. One and one. Nathan Brown, Tristan Brandt, Jacob Stroh, the first three men of the plate here in the third for Northeast, trailing five to one. Stutz, curveball in ball two two and one Stutz ready to go the wind of the two one is going to be hit back out of play again a lot of foul balls in this contest in our high school baseball on ESPN brought to you by optical gallery and five points bank Stutz the two two up and in ball three Three balls, two strikes to the leadoff hitter, Nathan Brown. Shortstop here for Lincoln Northeast. Still not a hit in the game until maybe right here. That's towards right field, but right at Corin Conrad, and he'll haul it in. So flying out to right is Nathan Brown for out number one. Again, we had three walks and a man hit by a 3-2 pitch in that first inning. So... That is how we saw the run get across here for Lincoln Northeast. Tristan Brandt, he walked in the first inning, and the lefty stands in there and takes one for strike one. 0-1. Oh Stutz takes a little extra time now. Fires it down the middle. Chopper right back to him. He has no problem on the one hopper. Two up, two down. Stutz has come in now and retired six in a row in relief. And that'll make Brad Archer happy. And Jacob Stroh, who went down on strikes his first time up, will stand in there. So Dawson Stutz, who'd made a couple of appearances, hadn't seen a lot of innings of work in the first nine games of the season. Effective so far. Let's see if he can keep it up as we're heading into the meat of this northeast order. Tries a little off speed on the first pitch to Stroh, and it's low and inside for ball one. Carney looking to get back in the win column after that five and one start. 
Fastball got the outside. Strike one, one and one. Good job there by the catcher, Welsh. Frame that baby back inside. Cody Bruce, the pitcher, is on deck. Swung on and missed at a fastball. Strike two, one and two. I think the lesson here is just amazing what can happen when you throw strikes. And that's what Stutz is doing. The one, two. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Stutz is face seven. Stutz has set down seven. And he'll get his second strikeout right here. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the third. It's Carney five. And Lincoln Northeast won here on ESPN. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Welcome back to Memorial Field. As we go to the bottom of the third inning here, Carney will send up seven, eight, and nine. Corn Conrad, Dawson Stutz, and Dylan Welsh. Carney with three in the first and two in the second. They lead it five to one here against the starting pitcher of the Rockets, Cody Bruce, who brings the first one inside, ball one. Conrad reached on a two-out error in the first inning, which helped Carney High get another run in. Here he swings at the fastball and comes up empty. Strike one, one and one. Swings at another one, strike two, one and two. And Cody Bruce is back to that quick pitching right now. Going to take time to get him set, ready to fire, and he does. Brings it home, swung at one outside for strike three. So Conrad still looking for that first hit of the year. Will go down, uh, strikes, and that'll bring up the second baseman, Dawson Stutz. Well, he's now the pitcher. Started at second. He walked in his first plate appearance and has done a great job on him out. First pitch to him, taken, little backdoor breaker for strike one. So Bruce trying to work extremely fast here. Brings it home, swung on and missed strike two. This is as good as he's looked right here. And that's just kind of what happens when you get in the rhythm. Get the ball back, don't move, keep firing. The 0-2 pitch to Stutz. Breaking ball, strike three called. He's rung up a couple of players that way. And back-to-back -back strikeouts here for Cody Bruce. And Dylan Welsh will now stand in there. First time that Carney didn't have the leadoff man on. Welsh called out on a 3-2 pitch. Takes this one for strike one. Welsh gets back in there, standing on the plate again. Swings at one, knifes it down the third baseline, but it's just foul. So it's 0-2, and Cody Bruce trying to set a world record for three up, three down here. Could finish this in about 60 seconds, and he does on a big changeup, swung on and missed. Where was it? He comes in and gets three straight strikeouts. 
And he actually, did he do the golden? No, he did have one ball to Corn Conrad. Then after that, he threw nine straight strikes. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. Six strikeouts now for Cody Bruce, but he trails in this one against Carney by a score of 5-1. to one. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we'll do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. And Dawson Stutz back on the mound here as we move along with high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field, bringing you today's action against Lincoln Northeast while Kearney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Kearney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. So for Lincoln Northeast, trailing in this baseball game 5-1, it'll be the starting pitcher, Cody Bruce, the five-hole hitter to stand in there. He walked in his first plate appearance. And he'll take one back to the screen, fouled away, strike one. Then Trayton Brandt and Maxwell Roberts. Northeast trailing 5-1, but does not have a hit yet in the baseball game. Stutz came on in relief in that first inning. Fastball popped up towards right. This might stay in play. Coming or left, excuse me, coming over Corbin Rich. And he dropped the baseball. And they're going to put that down as an error on the left fielder. Rich was over there. A little bit of wind, but I think he just overran it a little bit. And the ball falls for an error. That's the first error I have. I don't know where the second error is that they have on the board here for Carney High. But it is an error on the left fielder. And that'll bring up Trayton Brandt. He got hit by a pitch on a 3-2 count. All the way to second, by the way, for Bruce running on the play. They drop the bunt down. Stutz comes off, picks it up. Nobody's at first. Nobody there. That's going to be an infield hit. And that'll be the first hit of the baseball game because nobody covered the bag. Nolan Smith came in for the bunt, and by the time the second baseman, Reese Bober, got over there, there was no chance. Stutz picked up the baseball. He looked at first base, and he started to throw and went, well, there's nobody there. And so these are the things when Carney has struggled, this is what happens. This is how one of the reasons they got beat on Saturday, especially in that second game, you drop a ball, and then you don't have anybody cover first on the sacrifice, which ends up being a single. First and third, Maxwell Roberts stands in there. He was the first man that Stutz faced, and he struck him out. Pitches in, squared to bunt. 
It sounded like it hit his helmet. And even though he was squared to bunt, that goes down as a strike, and it went all the way over to the northeast dugout. So they're checking to make sure everything's okay, and it's a tough way to take a strike. Chase Blanchard would be next, but again, a big opportunity in the first for Lincoln Northeast, and they left them loaded. Now here we go again. Fastball outside corner for strike two, 0-2. So Stutz has done his job, but now he finds himself with runners on the corner and nobody out here in the top of the fourth. 5-1 Carney, but he's got the 0-2 advantage on the designated hitter, Roberts. And the 0-2 pitch. Inside fastball, challenged him, but it was inside for ball one. Chase Blanchard, the catcher, next. Seven straight retired before the dropped fly ball. So Stutz still in good shape. Don't worry about that runner at third. Take care of the rest of the business here. Fastball swung on and missed. Big strike out there for Dawson Stutz. That'll be his third of the ball game. And that brings up the catcher, Chase Blanchard. So Stutz is doing a great job out there in relief. P-O-G right now, player O game, Dawson Stutz. Catcher Chase Blanchard crowded out to the shortstop, Carter Lee. To start the second inning of play. So now one out and runners on the corner for Northeast. Stutz going to take a throw over to first even though it's not a big lead. Just did it to see what Trayton Brandt might be doing. You got Trayton Brandt who plays third, Tristan Brandt who plays first. And the pitch, square to bunt. It is a safety squeeze. Nobody was coming from third, and it's going to be low for ball one. That might have been why he threw over to first before the pitch was to see what was going on <laughs> because the batter actually pulls the wristband out of his back pocket to see what the code is. They don't take it from the coach. They get it yelled at from the dugout, apparently, a code. The 1-0 squares to bunt again, and it bounces away from the catcher and Stutz with his first pitch that is wild, and that will allow the run to score and another runner to get down to second. 5-2 now, Carney High, and it's 2-0 to Chase Blanchard. Jordan Sachs is next. So Stutz... Just a little bump in the road here, throwing out of the stretch. Has to shake that one off and bring this 2-0 pitch home to Chase Blanchard. He will. It swung on and hit right back to the top of the net here. Uh, that was going to be up here in the first row of the fans. But it just caught the top of the netting. 2-1. and one. Dawson Stutz looks in. A little longer look than usual. Real long look now. Still hasn't come to his stretch and finally does, and then a timeout's going to be taken. Maybe trying to freeze the runner back there down second. So let's do it again. Pitches way up. And that is going to be ball three to Chase Blanchard. 
Three balls, one strike. Runner at second, one man already in. Five to two, Carney leading Lincoln Northeast here in the top of the fourth. And Dawson Stutz trying to battle back here against Chase Blanchard. 3-1 pitch on the way, high ball four. So everything going smoothly until somebody got on base. And now Stutz struggled a little bit. And that'll bring up the number nine hitter, the right fielder, Jordan Sachs. He tried to bunt with nobody on the first time, didn't get it down, ended up flying out to center field on a 2-2 pitch for his second out. Again, he has just one hit on the season, so let's see. You've got the team's best hitter on deck. Will they just go ahead and drop down the bunt here? Playing back at first, need to be playing in at first. Now here they come. Smith will get around the runner and get in here on the grass. Now finally Stutz comes set of the pitch. Swing it all the way, pops it up at the infield. Looks like it's going to get back over the dugout and just get out of play. So Sachs with a foul ball. Maybe everybody thinking he was going to bunt. Let's go get one. Just didn't happen that time. Things again have slowed down after Cody Bruce had a really good bottom of the third. And Stutz was cruising. 0-1 pitch now to the number nine hitter, Jordan Sachs. Fastball, strike two over the outside third. Connor Willikin next. Trenton Brand is down at second. Chase Blanchard is down at first. Northeast still looking for their first hit to the outfield. And the pitch. A little high. Welsh tried to bring it down, but Mr. Schmidt behind the plate did not bite on that one. Ball one, one and two. See Buck Mahoney down here taking some photos. Congratulations to Buck. He's going into the Nebraska High School Sports Hall of Fame. That was just announced yesterday. The 1-2 pitch. Fastball chopped back over the mound. Has to be taken by the third baseman who picks it up and fires to first, Braden Anderson. He looked at second, but it was slow enough that there was no way he could do anything with it. Gets the out that he needed. Gets sacks out. Just like a bunny, advanced the runners over to second and third. So two runners in scoring position for Connor Willikin. Walked and scored to the first. Flew out to center fairly deep in the second. Also Dan Martin stepping down uh, last night as Lincoln Northeast's football coach after three years. He had been the assistant here at Kearney for seven years before he took the job. He is going to go into private sector, it sounds like. Ripped right back up the middle by Willigan, the very first pitch, and that is going to score two. Wagner's going to try and fire it home, but it's up the line, and it is a two-RBI single and advancing to second on the throw for Connor Willigan. So the leading hitter for this Northeast team, and we've got ourselves a baseball game again, five to four. And Brad Archer, looks like he's gonna make a pitching change. Boy, Dawson Stutz was doing so well. Part of this might just be pitch count. Definitely not Dawson's fault that uh, things happened the way they did here in this inning. Carney should have been out of here without giving up any runs, but instead, five to four. Stutz is coming out. It looks like Riley Miller is gonna be coming in here for Carney with two outs in the top of the fourth inning. 5-4, four, 
Carney has the lead. The pitching change being made brought to you by ENT Physicians. My name is Dennis Colston. I am the coordinator for the Rural Region 1 Medical Response System. Dennis Colston works with hospitals and public health districts throughout 22 counties. He's worked closely with experts at the UNMC Nebraska Medicine Global Center for Health Security. Early in the pandemic, with N95 masks in short supply, Global Center experts researched and developed a method using ultraviolet light to disinfect masks. This allowed them to be reused by healthcare professionals. Without that, we would have had people that would have had to either go without, use a lesser quality mask, either a cloth mask or a simple surgical mask. So it, it would have been potentially putting a lot of people at risk. The Global Center continues to provide training and counsel for hospitals, nursing homes, businesses, and communities, reducing negative health impacts to the public and serving as a resource for Nebraska and beyond. For more on the Global Center, visit unmc.edu forward slash health security. And Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN. Tri-Cities, KXPN, Kearney, Gibbon, and Rivendale, Riverdale, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. So once again, Carney needing to work themselves out of a little bit of a jam here. Riley Miller will come into the baseball game needing to get one out. And some miscommunication on the signals. Standing in there will be the shortstop, Nathan Brown. Laid down a sacrifice bunt on the first, led off the third by flying out to right. Connor Wilkin just had a two-out RBI single up the middle to cut this lead to 5-4 for Carney. He now stands down at second. And Riley Miller, solid starter here for Carney, comes in. And finally delivers the first pitch. That'll be taken for strike one. Northeast left the bases loaded in the first and then went down in order in the second and third. But a fly ball to left that was lost and dropped, followed by an infield little chopper. Nobody covered first or they'd have had it out, and then... Things got a little crazy. Up and away, ball two. Ball one, one and one. Tristan Brandt on deck. Carney three in the first, two in the second. They went in order in the third. One in the first, three so far here in the fourth for Northeast. Miller worried too much about the runner at second, now brings it home. It's outside low, ball two. Miller, the third pitcher, Lucas Wagner got the start, went two-thirds of an inning. Then we got three innings out of Dawson Stutz. Miller trying to close things out here in the fourth and keep the lead. Looks at the signal from catcher Dylan Welsh. Bober did go back out to uh, short or to a uh, center and back over to second is Stutz. And again, another timeout called. Win picking up. Even more blowing out to left center. And another 2-1 pitch. Just missed high, ball three. Three and one to Brown. Standing in there just waiting for the next pitch is Brown. Miller brings it home, it's high, ball four. So runners at first and second now with two out, and that'll bring up the left-handed first baseman, Tristan Brandt. He walked in the first, 
and chopped it right back to Stutz at the mound in the third. Has a chance to possibly tie the ball game up here with a base hit with two on and two out in the top of the fourth. 5-4, Bearcats with the lead. And Miller brings home a fastball low and away. Ball one, our high school baseball. Brought to you by Kearney Catholic High School, preparing students academically and spiritually for a life of service to the church and community. Go online to kearneycatholic.org. As Miller gets set and brings it home. Fastball dropped. The runners are going to go. Throw to third. He's out. Oh, Northeast isn't going to like that one on a bang-bang play. And again, that is about the 10th ball that it's not stuck in Welsh's glove today. That was a little low, but it works out in their favor, and it gets Carney out of a jam. So for Lincoln Northeast, they're able to get three runs. They do get two hits. There were one, it was one error, and ends up one man left on base. So we go to the bottom of the fourth, Carney five, Lincoln Northeast four, here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And Doug Duda back with you here at Memorial Field. Get a big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue, Carmen Grant, and the folks here for their hospitality. We're back with you next Monday as they take on Hastings. Right now, Carney holding on to a 5-4 to four lead as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. And for the Bearcats, starting things off, Reese Bober again, and he'll swing at the first pitch, lift it towards center. And Connor Wilkin is under it, and he'll haul it in. 1-2-3 to start it. Carney hoping they don't go one, two, three. Bober had walked and scored, singled and scored. There he flies out to center. Carter Lee walked in the first, lined out to short in the second. Corbin Rich, who's two for two, is on deck. Carney's been able to scratch out five hits so far in the baseball game. First pitch here is strike one. And again, Cody Bruce is the starting pitcher. He's went the distance here. He struck out the side of the third after having some control problems, and here he just, again, started to settle in. It took him a long time to do so, but he's firing strikes as Lee fire, fouls another one back to the netting, 0-2. So Carney really had a chance to blow this thing open, and now all of a sudden it's a game again, and Bruce breaking ball back door to the left. He stayed inside, ball one. But if he can make quick work of Carney here again in the fourth, then things get a little nervous for Carney High the pitch. Time called. Bruce has quick pitched a couple times. Lee just wasn't flat ready. He's twirling the bat. He's trying to get Doug in there and here comes the pitch but they had called time. And now Lee ready to go. And as soon as the umpire says you can pitch he does. Lee down the left field line but I think it's going to curve just foul and it does. Giving chase Jacob Stroh. 
So there's a difference between being ready to pitch, pitch fast, and quick pitching. And so we're starting to see the umpire hold up Bruce until the batter is ready, whether he thinks the bat, whether the batter thinks he's ready or not. So we'll do it again. One, two to Lee. On the way, change up is in there for strike number three. Good pitch by Cody Bruce. And he has just picked up his seventh strike out of the baseball game. And Lee goes down. That'll bring up left hand left fielder Corbin Rich. He wants to make up for his mistake defensively in the top of the inning. Singled and scored in the first, doubled off the center field wall, left center field wall, and scored in the second. Here he'll take one off the plate, ball one. Rich comes in there. Here's the pitch, 1-0. He'll take that one for strike one. He's got that sweeping, breaking ball working inside to the right-handed hitter, and he's really befuddled the left-handed hitters when it goes over there, what would be their outside corner. Rich chops it to third, in between hops. It's picked up there by Brandt. Throw it to first, off the bag, and safe will be Rich. Had time to make the throw, but threw him up off the bag towards home plate, and that'll be a throwing error, and Corbin Rich will be safe down at first base on the throwing error of the third baseman, Trayton Brandt. That'll bring up the designated hitter, Tanner Johnson. Sacrifice fly to left in the first. Singled in another run in the second. And he'll swing at this one, be a little bit behind the fastball. Strike one. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you on another nice Monday with a little bit more wind. Pitch to Johnson. He's going to be up on the hands for ball number one. Braden Anderson would be next. One on, two out here in the bottom of the fourth. Carney's up 5-1. Johnson will take another one a little bit in. That's a fastball for ball two, two and one. Against Cody Bruce. And the pitch from Bruce is going to be a little high for ball three. Three balls and one strike. Here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And a big 3-1 pitch to Johnson. Takes a mighty swing and fouls it straight back. Strike two. It'll be 3-2. and two. So that will give Corbin Rich a little bit of an advantage. But pitching against or running against a left-handed pitcher won't get a huge lead. First baseman Tristan Brandt now will back off so he can get as big a lead as he wants. There he goes. The pitch is outside corner for strike three called. That's been the money punch-out pitch for Cody Bruce. And for the first time, Tanner Johnson goes down on strikes. So two more strikeouts, no runs, no hits, one error, one man left on. We go to the top of the fifth. It's Carney five, Lincoln Northeast four, here on ESPN Tri-City. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. 
Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Doug Duda back with you here at Kearney Memorial Field for more high school baseball on KXPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Kearney High leads it by a score of 5-4. to four. But Lincoln Northeast getting back after it here. And we will go to the same man that was at the plate when they were thrown out at third. Chopper back up the middle over Riley Miller off his glove and into center field here for Nathan Brown. So Brown, or excuse me, Tristan Brandt. Brandt will single to start things off. Brandt singles right back up the middle. And Lincoln Northeast will have the leadoff man on base for the third time, the two previous times he has come in to score. So Brandt was at the plate when Wilkin was thrown out trying to get to third on a ball that got away from Welsh, but then Welsh recovered and made the play. So Jacob Stroh has struck out both times as the cleanup hitter. He'll stand in there, he's squaring the bunt, the pitch goes to the backstop from Riley Miller. The man was already stealing the base. He was gonna walk in with a stolen base. So Stroh up 1-0. Brant was already at second. I'll give him credit for that one. Didn't matter where that pitch was. So Riley Miller, the third pitcher, came on in relief last inning. Gave up a walk and then got out of the jam on that throw out at third. Played in at the corners, expecting a bunt. They get the bunt, whiffing at the bunt. Strike one. So Jacob Stroh trying to get the tying run down to third here with less than two outs. Five to four, Carney had a long first inning with a ton of walks. Northeast had three walks and a hit batter. Carney had three walks in the bottom. And Riley Miller comes set and fires the fastball outside. Ball two to Jacob Stroh, two and one. Cody Bruce next, then Trayton Brandt. Tristan Brandt standing down there at second after a single and a stolen base. Riley Miller set him up over the outside, swung on and missed. Strike two, two and two to Jacob Stroh. Trying to put the bat on the baseball. Struggling a little bit for the cleanup hitter so far today. Miller takes a long time again. Standing on the first base side of the rubber. Out of the stretch. Looks at the runner three times. Finally gets him to go back and the fastball swung on and missed. Strike three, so the old sombrero for Jacob Stroh. Three plate appearances and three strikeouts. So one on, one out now. That'll bring up the opposing pitcher, Cody Bruce. He walked in the first and then reached on the air. He lifted it to left field last time, came around to score. The ball just flat dropped as Corbin Rich could not make the catch. Bruce hitting it to the opposite field. So he stands in there again. Miller's fastball right back up the middle, almost got him on the leg. I think it did. 
Picked up by the center fielder, and they're going to bring it on home. The throw by Reese Bober is going to be cut off, and this baseball game is tied. So Cody Bruce with the RBI single right back up the middle, and we are tied 5-5 in the top of the fifth with one out, and that will bring up the third baseman, Trayton Brandt. He was hit by a pitch on a 3-2 count in the first and then got a single in the fourth, kind of a swinging bunt. Nobody covered the bag, otherwise he would have been out. And now Miller comes set. Brings it home, ground ball into the hole, out to left field. And Lincoln Northeast, who hadn't been putting the bat on a ball until the last inning now, has gotten deep enough in Carney's bullpen. They're getting the job done. Solid single to left for Trayton Brandt. And runners at first and second with one out. And Max Roberts, who's also struck out twice in the baseball game, will stand in there. He is the designated hitter today, so Maxwell Roberts. Riley Miller hoping that he can get him on a strikeout as well. In a jam again here in the fifth. Tied at five now, still two on. Pitches outside, bounces away. Catcher Welsh can't do anything with it. Getting right down to third base is Cody Bruce. Had he been able to pick it up off the turf hop, he might have had a play at third, tried to barehand it, and ended up dropping it again. So, wild pitch. Runners at first and third. The go-ahead run 90 feet away, and we got a lot of baseball now to play. At one point, it looked like one of those 5-1 Carney leads, maybe a swing away from just blowing this open. Next thing you know, they're a swing away from being behind. Miller has really been looking at the base runners, too. The 1-0. Fastball lifted into short right center. That could be a play for the second baseman. Dropped. And a force at second. They're going to get a play out of it. So there is an out. The runner will score. And that'll be out number two. 4-6 on the play. The run comes home to score. And safe at first will be Maxwell Roberts. And that goes down, I believe, in the scorebook as a weird one. It's a fielder's choice. Don't really call it an error because they got an out. And it looks like we are going to have Chase Blanchard stepping in there. And we are going to have a pinch runner over there for Lincoln Northeast. That will be Carson Peterson. Carson Peterson. Going to go in and pinch run. Here's the young man that had been injured. He's just getting back in. He'd been out with a shoulder injury. So they'll put him into pinch run. The first pitch to Blanchard is lifted into right center field. Bober comes over. The runners, outfielders run into each other, and Bober is able to make the catch after Corin Conrad ran into him. And Carney lucky to get out of here. So they played clean the first three innings. Now all of a sudden... The Shriners have showed up, and we go to the bottom of the fifth with the score, Lincoln Northeast 6 and Kearney 5. The Bearcats now have to go find some offense when we return. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes, sprinklers with precision, plants with purpose, outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. At Tom Dinsdale Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Hastings, we sum up our philosophy in three simple words. Superior, customer, service. We've got the best service team around with more than 170 years of combined experience and 70 years of Chrysler certified experience. More important, we never forget there's a person behind the wheel of every vehicle that comes in the door. Keeping the service in customer service. That's Tom Dinsdale CDJR on the north side of Hastings or at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Carney High now finding themselves trailing as Braden Anderson will start things off here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Six to five, Braden Anderson, Nolan Smith, and Corin Conrad will start it off. And there's one hit into right center field, and it is going to get down in front of the right fielder, Jordan Sachs. Base hit for the speedy Braden Anderson and the leadoff man aboard here again for Carney. Got him on in the first and second and went uh, down in the third and fourth. Nolan Smith, he is playing first. He singled in a run in the first inning, went down on strikes in the second. Cody Bruce, still the starting pitcher on the mound, had some real issues in the first two innings, but has settled down nicely here, and he'll fire one down the middle, a little high for ball one. See if Coach Archer drops down a bunt signal here for Smith. Bruce throws over to first. They got it picked off, and they dropped the baseball, and Braden Anderson says, thank you. I'm going to go all the way over to third, and they're going to throw this over the third baseman's head almost. Good job there by Brandt to come back into the box, and Carney, a huge break. They had Anderson picked off, and they just didn't catch the ball over there. So that's going to go as an E on the first baseman, and all the way over to third now with the tying run is Braden Anderson the pitch swung on right back up the middle base hit this baseball game is tied Nolan Smith sent a rocket the shortstop was playing in Nathan Brown and he sent it right by him not exactly sure why Brown was playing in that's not a spot where you want to play the infield in and that's probably going to do it for Cody Bruce as they make the quick walk out to the mound as Nolan Smith ties this ball game up with an RBI single, but after a rough start, Bruce did a great job the last couple of innings, and now he will leave with the game on the line over at first base with the score tied 6-6.
This pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. If you're passionate about agriculture and want to serve some of the area's leading producers, join the A-Team at Aurora Cooperative. Aurora Cooperative has multiple openings in agronomy, animal nutrition, energy, and grain after locations in Nebraska, Iowa, and South Dakota. Aurora Cooperative offers very competitive wages and an extremely generous benefits package. If you're self-directed, and customer focused apply today at auroracoop.com slash join our team. Aurora Cooperative is an equal opportunity employer. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. And the pitching change for the first time today for Lincoln Northeast, the designated hitter in the ball game, Maxwell Roberts, is going to come in here. And he will take over for Cody Bruce, who went five-plus innings. He did strike out eight Carney batters. He walked three, but those were all back in the first inning. Had a little trouble giving up a couple of hits there in the second, but probably maybe would still be in there had they made the out on the pickoff over there. Mistakes have been the difference of the baseball game here for both teams over the last couple of innings and actually early on with all those walks. Really only Carney in that second inning had a good productive offensive inning to go up by a count of five to one. Then Northeast comes back with three in the fourth, one in the fifth. Carney's got it tied here in the bottom of the fifth, 6-6. Six, six. And stepping in there will be Corn Conrad. Reached on an error in the first, struck out in the third. And now we will have a right-handed pitcher. Of course, Bruce was a lefty that worked real quick. Let's see what Maxwell Roberts does up there. As he stands in, the first pitch will be over the inner half for strike number one to Corn Conrad. Roberts, only his third appearance of the season. 5.6 ERA. Four hits in five innings worth of work. Curve ball inside, and it stayed inside this time. Ball one, one and one. Two walks and three Ks in that five innings worth of work for Roberts. He looks like he is going to throw more off speed than what we saw from Bruce just by the warm-up pitches anyway. Here's one over the outside corner for the strike. One and two to Corin Conrad. Dawson Stutz is on deck. And then it would be Dylan Welsh. Carney's already tied it. Down at first after the single is Nolan Smith with nobody out. And the one-two pitch. Chop foul inside. Got him to scatter over here in the on-deck circle. So we'll do it again. Conrad trying to choke up just a bit. One-two pitch, chopped towards third. It'll be fair. Picked up down to second for one. Back over to first. He's safe. Nice job of trying to turn it there by Trayton Brandt and hustling down the line to reach on the fielder's choice is Corin Conrad. So one out now in the bottom of the fifth. Still a runner at first, and Dawson Stutz walked in the first and got rung up in the third. 
came in and had a really good pitching relief performance. And then after a drop fly ball, gave up a couple of runs and they brought him out of the ball game. Throw over to first, back in safely is Conrad. Carney trying to regain the lead, but has a little work to do here. Tied at six. And the pitch, squaring the bunt, dropping a great bunt. He's got a chance to beat this out. Stuts down the line. Oh, nice plays out. Good call there by Jimmy Langan on the throw from the third baseman, Trayton Brandt. Stutz hustled, but a good play there by Lincoln Northeast defense. Still has the go-ahead run down at second on the sacrifice bunt from Dawson Stutz. That'll bring up Dylan Welsh. Came in hitting 500, but now two strikeouts here in the ball game. And he stands right on it. His toes are on the white and the left-handed batter's box. Throws and bats differently a little bit. Here's the pitch. Strike one inside half. Good pitch again from Maxwell Roberts. Ought in relief here. Trying to get out of here without giving up any more run support here to Carney. Short lead away from second for Conrad without anybody even covering him. Long look, and finally time will be called. Literally, Conrad's not three feet off the bag. Kid only has that big a lead. Your defense should get back to its normal position. He's not even paying attention to who's behind him. As the wind kicks up again, and the pitch to Welsh. Swung on and a good breaking ball. Missed that one. Dove down towards his toes on the inner half. And it's strike two. And that's nothing against Korn. He's just not going anywhere. So don't overthink it defensively. 0-2 now to Wells, trying to avoid his third strike out of the ball game. Roberts comes and fires, and it's outside, way outside, ball one. <laughs> if there's anybody booing that call, give them their money back, send them out to the parking lot. That was three feet outside. It was a good job by the catcher, Blanchard, trying to frame that baby and bring it back in. But that wasn't even close. One and two. Roberts again. The kick and fire, and that's fouled back. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you in part by Johnson Landscape and Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Once again on board with our coverage of Kearney High Baseball here in 2022. Maxwell Roberts has retired the first two men that he's faced, trying to make it three for three. Another one-two pitch here to the Kearney catcher, Dylan Welsh. Off speed, and that's low and inside. Ball two, two, and two. As we said early on, Northeast actually brought a pretty good crowd here. This is not a top 10 baseball team, and uh, they were here early. And they've been cheering on their kids who have come back in this ball game and have a chance now. 6-6, six, six, bottom of the fifth. Another payoff pitch here to Welsh on the 2-2 two, two count. Roberts taking a long time in the stretch. Now fires it. It's going to be hit down the left field line. This baby is going to be down and inside all the way to the wall. Making a run at it was Jacob Stroh. He put his glove out and just couldn't get to it. Would have been a heck of a catch. 
and it might have ticked his glove. It looks like they're officially going to put an error up there on Lincoln Northeast. So Dylan Welsh will reach on the air, the left fielder, and Carney High will get the lead with two outs here. Seven to six, and Reese Bober back up there. Walked and scored, singled and scored, and hit a nice one out to center, but was retired in the fourth. But Carney back on top, seven to six. And Maxwell Roberts again. First pitch in there for strike one. Looks like Quinn Foster is going to come in and run, as you may have just heard. The courtesy runner, Quinn Foster. Coach Archer's got about three different kids he's used here, at least in our games that we've broadcast as courtesy runners or pinch runners. Again, not a very big lead. And the pitch from Roberts. Off speed, going to be lifted to center. Coming in, coming in, coming in, and making the catch is Connor Wilkin. So Bober hit one fairly deep to center. This one shallow center, but Carney High able to get the lead back here. Two runs on two hits. There was the one error and one man left on. We go to the top of the sixth in this Heartland Athletic Conference battle. It is Carney High 7, Lincoln Northeast 6. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Welcome back to Memorial Field here in Kearney. We go to the top half of the sixth inning. Seven to six in favor of the Bearcats as we go back to action. Let's see what we have for Lincoln Northeast. It'll be the bottom of the order, nine, then back up to one, two. Jordan Sachs flew out to center and grounded out to third. He'll start it off here in the sixth inning. And the first pitch to him from Riley Miller, outside corner, strike one. Lucas Wagner started, Dawson Stutzen relief, Riley Miller now entering another worth of work. He came in in the fourth, got the last out, then gave up a couple there in the fifth, which weren't all his doing. He'll get strike two call here. It's 0-2. Like to make quick work of the number nine batter. And missed outside. Good pitch. That's exactly where it was supposed to be. But they were set up outside the strike zone and not going to get the call. One and two to Sachs. Connor Wilkin next. Off speed, waved out and missed. Strike three. Sachs goes down on strikes for the first time. And that'll bring up the leading hitter for Lincoln Northeast on the season, Connor Wilkin. He walked and scored in the first, flew out to center in the second, and had a two RBI single 
in the fourth, but got thrown out trying to go to third on a pitch that got away from the catcher, Dylan Welsh. And that ended up being a big out because Northeast had that inning rolling along. Pitch to him, chases one outside and fouls it into the Carney dugout, strike one. Nathan Brown is next, then Tristan Brandt. So whether it's this inning or next, you'll still have the meat of the order to get to the plate at some point here in either the 6th or the 7th for Lincoln Northeast. 7-6 Carney in the top of the 6th, the pitch to Wilkin. Chopped off his own leg at the plate, and it's strike 2, 0-2. Don't forget, after we are done here, coverage of the NCAA Men's Basketball National Championship leading you up to 8-20, tip-off between North Carolina and Kansas. Riley Miller up, 0-2 the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike three. That's a big strikeout of the Rockets' leading hitter. Down for just the second time. And two strikeouts here to start the sixth. Nathan Brown, a sacrifice bunt, flew out to right and then walked his last time up. Again, Northeast didn't have a hit until an infield chopper that Carney didn't cover the bag on in the fourth. Fastball up and away, ball one. Now they've caught up a little bit. They have five hits in the baseball game. Still a lot of free passes from both teams. The pitch, fastball, swung out and missed. Strike one. One and one to Nathan Brown. Nobody on, two out. Top of the sixth, slated for seven. Carney up seven to six. The pitch, good fastball right at the knees. Strike two. One and two. Tristan Brandt hoping that he can get up to the plate here in the sixth. Carney playing straight up. The one-two way outside. Ball two, two and two to the shortstop. Who hasn't had a whole lot of action defensively for Lincoln Northeast. Nathan Brown. And Miller ready to go. The two-two. Swung on and punched towards right field, and they're going to let this one drop. Corn Conrad wasn't going to be able to get to it, so he didn't want to make a bad play. He just made sure it stayed in front of him. And a single to right for Nathan Brown with two outs, and that'll bring up the first baseman, Tristan Brandt. He walked in the first, chopped it back to the pitcher in the third, singled and scored last inning. So the left-hander in there trying to keep things alive in the sixth. Maybe still get this baseball game tied. Out of the stretch, way outside. They're going to try and steal. The throw is off the bag and a stolen base. Pitch was way outside, and Welsh didn't have much. He had to throw back against his body and send it about 10 feet right of second base. Good job by the defenders to get the job done. Jimmy Langan had to do a little bit of a dance, but he still got the moves out there and let it get by him. And a stolen base for Brown. So the tying run in scoring position at a 1-0 count to Tristan Brandt. Standing on top of that plate again. And the pitch. Fastball low, got through the legs. And I'm going to have to call that one a pass ball. And two pitches after the single. Nathan Brown now is 90 feet away from tying it. And the count is 2-0. So Miller has had a little bit of problem throwing out of the stretch for some reason. And Welsh is going to go out there and chat with him for a while. 
Okay, got the first two guys, strikeout, strikeout. Now all of a sudden, Northeast got a chance to tie it up. 2-0 pitch to Brandt. He will take it high, ball three. Jacob Stroh is on deck. Now Stroh has really struggled. He's got an 0 of three night and three strikeouts. The pitch. Oh, they swung on a 3-0 and fouled it away at the plate. 3-1. It was a strike, but that always kind of throws you off when you see somebody take a hack at a 3-0 pitch. Out of the full windup now with the runner at third. Swung on and popped high in the air. That's going to stay in play. Foul ground coming in. Can't find it. The pitcher, Riley Miller, falls behind him. And again, that's probably one that the first baseman calls him off on. The wind blowing it back towards the field to play, and it went back over his head. So the foul ball, and Carney stays alive, or Northeast stays alive. 3-2, our high school baseball brought to you by... Family Physical Therapy and Carney ENT. Three balls, two strikes, two outs, runner at third. A one-run game here in the sixth. Riley Miller out of the windup and the pitch. Fastball is knifed into left field. Coming in, coming in. Corbin Rich makes the catch. And it'll be up to the seventh inning for Lincoln Northeast. So there were no runs on one hit, no errors, and one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's Carney seven, Lincoln Northeast six here on ESPN. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Nothing is better than cruising or fishing in a boat powered by a Yamaha outboard. They make fun dependable. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Get ready for summer at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online and that's why we're the better bank. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Welcome back to High School Baseball here on ESPN. We go to the bottom of the sixth, and it is the two, three, and four hitters here for Carney High, starting with Carter Lee. So uh, Carney would love to find an insurance run here because it's still the middle of the order in the seventh for Lincoln Northeast. In there on the mound, Maxwell Roberts in place of Cody Bruce. The starting pitcher fires it to Lee low, ball one. A walk, a line out to short, and called out on strikes for Carter Lee. The left-handed batter. 
Got plenty of speed. Takes a rip at that one. Comes up empty. Strike one. So Carter Lee, Corbin Rich, Tanner Johnson. The three do up here for Carney in the bottom of the sixth. Seven to six. Lincoln Northeast with the lead. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats and a chat with assistant coach Matt Connett. And the pitch. Lee lifts it out of play over the Carney dugout. Foul ball strike two, one and two. Rich, who's next, is two for three. Two base hits, two runs scored, reached on an error. And then Tanner Johnson is one for three. With a, one for two, I should say, with a sacrifice fly and a couple RBIs. Carter Lee trying to find a way on. One, two, breaking pitch is off the plate. Ball two, two, and two. High school baseball brought to you by Schrock Medical Clinic, impacting patients' lives by changing the face of medicine. Centrally located in Kearney, schrockmedical.com. And the 2-2 pitch from Roberts. Lee swings and hits it into center field. Base hit to start things off here in the bottom of the sixth inning for Carter Lee. And that'll bring up the left fielder, Corbin Rich. Let's see what Coach Brad Archer does here. Because you got speed over there at first. Rich is going to swing at the first thing that's good. Could be a hit and run on right here. Tanner Johnson next. The pitch. He'll take it for strike one. Nobody was moving. Fastball over the out at third. Good scouting report. Maxwell Roberts with a good pitch there to Corbin Rich. Again, he's reached all three times, twice on hits. He did have a double off the center field wall. Breaking ball. It broke, but stayed up around the shoulders for ball one. One ball, one strike, playing pretty deep out there. And left is Jacob Stroh. They'll throw over to first. Not a big lead at all, though, for Carter Lee. Again, we're back here a week from today. It'll be our third straight Monday. Hastings rolls in next Monday at 4. The pitch, and that's going to be off the fist into short left field. Coming in, coming in, and Stroh will make the catch. And that'll be out number one. Corbin Rich just got it a little on the inner portion of the bat. Still waiting for him to put one in the old school parking lot over there. He was on it, just got it off the fist for strike one, so, or out one. Tanner Johnson now. Sack fly to left, singled in another run in the second, then called out on strikes in the fourth. The lefty stands in there. He's designated hit of the last few games, and he'll take one. That's a breaking ball over the outside half for strike one. Braden Anderson next. Carter Lee with a leadoff single here in the bottom of the sixth. Carney clinging to a 7-6 lead. Three in the first, two in the second, and then got two to get the lead back in the fifth. Fastball low. Ball one. For Lincoln Northeast, they put up one in the first, got three in the fourth, two more in the fifth. Johnson waiting waiting setting up outside he pokes it and it goes into left field the shortstop was covering a little hit and run on and Carter Lee heads down to second base and Tanner Johnson has his second base hit 
of the ball game. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Braden Anderson. Struck out in the first, sacrifice fly to center in the second, and singled in the fifth and came around to score. Again, the middle of the order for Lincoln Northeast in the seventh, four, five, six, Stroh, Bruce, and Brandt. So Carney would love to get another insurance run here for Riley Miller, who's been on the mound here the last couple innings. And Roberts fires it over the outside corner again, strike one. That's been where most of the called strikes have been in the baseball game today. Over the outside corner, whether it's right or left-handed. A little more gracious, I suppose, by our home plate umpire than any place else. 0-1-1, Anderson waiting on Roberts. Now brings it home, up and in. Just missed him. Might have been able to sell that. I think the umpire looked at him twice to see if it hit him, but no reaction that way. And it is one and one. Seven six Carney, bottom of the sixth on KXPN Carney, Amherst, Sumner, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Fastball, he took it for strike number two. Good pitch there by Maxwell Roberts. Finds that black. And on deck is Nolan Smith. He's been the first baseman today for Carney. Two on, one out here in the bottom of the sixth. Lincoln Northeast trying to keep it where it's at. A one-run game. Roberts, the one-two pitch here. To Braden Anderson on the way. Oh, way inside. And he did the old Gumby and let it get inside that hip. Didn't hit him. Two and two. Lee at second, Johnson at first. So there's speed on the base paths. Outfield pretty much playing straight up here. And Anderson waiting on the 2-2 pitch. And he stays alive. Fouls it down the first baseline. He had to protect because that outside portion of the plate off the black been called strikes a lot here. And that's probably where that pitch was. So he just let the bat fly out there without dropping it, but good job of keeping the plate protected by Braden Anderson. And Roberts really slowing things down on the mound. Long look in, then gets to the stretch. Long look back. Kicks and delivers. Anderson right on top of it. Singles up the middle. Base hit. Wilkin comes in and makes the play. They're going to have to hold the runner, and the bases are loaded as Wilkin got it in on the solid single from Braden Anderson. So three singles here in the inning, but now we're still gonna find out how things play out. Nobody scored, there's one out. We're gonna get a trip to the mound ahead of Nolan Smith coming to the plate. And let's see if they're gonna go to the bullpen. They have been warming up down there, another lefty. And I think we are gonna get the call down to the bullpen, maybe let him warm up a couple more pitches, make the umpire come out. So we are here in the Bottom of the sixth, it is Kearney seven, Lincoln Northeast six. Kearney has the bases loaded with one out. And they're not going to make the pitching change. All right. Maxwell Roberts is going to stay out there. But now you have to play your infield in double play depth and in on the corners. And that's exactly what they're going to do. 
They're actually going to play pretty deep back there at second and short. Second baseman Bryson Hopkins. He's going to cover the second base bag, but again, we'll see if Roberts goes stretch or out of the full windup. And it looks like he's going to go stretch. With the bases loaded to Nolan Smith. Off speed, hit right back up the middle. That's a base hit into the right center field gap. That will score two, and Carney is up by three. Runners at first and third. On the first pitch, Nolan Smith gets his third RBI, third single, and now has a four RBI game. Smith, the offensive star here for Carney High this afternoon. And the Bearcats now up by a score of nine to six. And Brad Archer is going to go to the bench and get either a courtesy runner. Thought maybe he was going to pitch hit for Corn Conrad. Corn's numbers just aren't there. Hadn't got a hit. He's 0 for today. He's got two men on. And I think Coach Archer probably going to bring in a runner for Smith and then is going to want to re-enter him defensively. So coming in for Carney High will be Quinn Foster again. So Smith will be out, but I'm guessing that's momentary. They'll re-enter him defensively in the seventh. Corin Conrad reached on an error, struck out, and reached on a fielder's choice, scored last inning. Carney up by a score of 9-6. to six. And Robert's going to stay in there. They're just going to go with him. The pitch is inside, ball one. So Conrad, Stutz, Welsh are due up. They didn't have the best a couple of innings ago. But batted just last inning and helped kind of keep things going to get things uh, back to a lead. Here's a fastball right down the middle. Strike one. Carney was down going to the bottom of the fifth, six to five. And really the bottom of the lineup helped out here. Conrad put it in play. Stutz had a sacrifice. Welsh. Lined one down the left field line that clipped the left fielder's glove and fell. The pitch. They're going to steal, and it's going to be a swing and a foul ball. So Smith was on his way to second, but the foul ball by Conrad will send him back to first. Well, it's Foster, excuse me. Foster in there as the pinch runner. Dawson Stutz waiting on deck. Carney looking for more insurance here, leading it 9-6 to six now in the bottom of the sixth. The pitch swung on and ripped the left field. There's the first hit of the year for Corin Conrad, and he'll get the RBI, and Carney has blown it open here with a three spot in the inning. It's now 10-6 to six as Braden Anderson comes in to score. Foster down to second. That's five hits here in the inning for Carney, and now finally we will get the pitching change for Lincoln Northeast. So with runners at first and second, still only one out here in the bottom of the sixth. Carney has pushed across three runs. They lead it by a score of 10 to six. We'll take a break for the pitching change and be back with more on ESPN. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com.
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth as the new pitcher for Lincoln Northeast is Chase Morehouse. Morehouse is in for his fifth inning worth of work. He is 1-1 one and one actually on the season in his two appearances with a 0, 0.0 ERA. Let me change that. He's in off for the fourth time, so they're going to go get maybe their ace to try and get out of here. Morehouse has only pitched, though, the four innings, three hits, one run, two walks, two Ks, so not the ace. He's just been in off the bullpen and has given him some effective work. He is a lefty with kind of that sidearm delivery, three-quarter arm. He doesn't submarine, but he drops down. And he'll be facing Dawson Stutz. Started at second, came in, fairly good relief appearance on the mound, and then went back to second base. Riley Miller is going to end up being in line for the win in this ball game for Kearney High. So after the warm-up pitches, it looks like we're ready to go. Quinn Foster, the courtesy runner, is down there at second base. In for Nolan Smith, who had the big two RBI single. Corin Conrad getting his first hit of the year. Stands down there at first. Stutz walked in the first, struck out in the third, and had a sacrifice in the fifth. Stands in there looking for his first hit. 10-6, Carney. Already three across here in the sixth. And Chase Morehouse fires the first one in there for strike one. So Carney's just got to be able to pick that ball up on a little bit different delivery. Cody Bruce, who was the starter, was a lefty as well. So at least they've got that already in their mind from earlier today. Morehouse hunches over, and the 0-1. Going to be a little high that time, 1-1. One one. High school baseball on ESPN. Glad to have you along with us for this Monday afternoon contest. Carney trying to snap the three-game losing streak, but that's to the number two, three, and four teams in the state and outside of East. They had a chance against both Millard West and South. Here's a breaking ball that caught the inner third for strike number two, one and two. Dylan Welsh would be next. JV game will follow, as it always does. But right now, that doesn't look like it'll get started much before seven. And here's one that's fouled down the right field line. Can the first baseman get to it? Hustling and overrunning it almost that time is Tristan Brandt. Again, the wind that we have is pushing it back towards the field, but Brandt just knew he had to hustle to try to get over there, and it's just going to end up being a foul ball. One ball, two strikes. For Kearney High, they go to Grand Island for a game with the Islanders in Norfolk Thursday to Lincoln for Lincoln High and North Star on Saturday for Lincoln Northeast. They host Pius tomorrow. Seward comes in Thursday. And then they go to Grand Island to take on Grand Island and Papio South 
on Saturday. The 1-2 pitch now from Chase Morehouse is up and away, ball two. So Dawson Stutz working hard there at the plate. Never have too many runs. Trying to get another good at bat here as Stutz. Again, two on, one out. And another 2-2 pitch from Morehouse. Swung on and hit hard to left field, but playable. And under it to make the catch is going to be Jacob Stroh. So he turned on it. Stutz gave it a ride, but it ends up just being a fairly deep fly out to left field. And now with two on and two outs, already five hits in the inning for Carney. It'll be the catcher, Dylan Welsh. Welsh has had one of his roughest days of the year offensively. He's been so good at the plate, come in 500, but struck out twice. And then hit a good one down the left field line that was ruled an error just off the glove of Jacob Stroh. He roped it. Stroh was running after it, but it did hit his glove, and so they marked it down as an error. And Welsh awaits the pitch for Morehouse. And that's in there for strike one. No? A little high? Hmm. All right, ball one. Reese Bober would be next. Fourth time through the lineup today for Carney. Ten on the board. And Morehouse, again, takes a long look. Now fires. And that one's grounded towards second. Hopkins, one of his few plays of the day, able to make the clean play, and that will retire the side. But Carney High picks up three runs in the inning. They do that on five base hits. There were no errors, and two men left on base. We go to the top of the seventh. It's Carney 10. Lincoln Northeast three, 6 here on ESPN. Try they'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. All right, a couple of defensive changes here for Carney in the seventh inning. They're going to put Peyton Larson out in left field and then Cash Roseberry is going to go over to first base after they pinch ran for Nolan Smith in the last half inning. And it will be Riley Miller to try and finish it out here for Carney with a 10-6 lead. Jacob Stroh, Cody Bruce, and Trayton Brandt will be the middle of the order, 4-5-6 here 
for Lincoln Northeast. First pitch is taken right down the middle for strike one. Stroh trying to avoid the golden sombrero. 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. And he is the cleanup hitter. Miller outside. Ball one. One and one. Bruce, though, has been on all three times. And Trayton Brantz has been on all three times. So a key at bat here. Outside, ball two, two and one. But there is a little wiggle room for Carney. But after what happened in that last game on Saturday, they don't want to have to mess around. And it's up and away, ball three. Again, Carney was up 5-3 in that second game against Millard South. And South scored three in the seventh to win it 6-5. The 3-1 pitch swung on and missed, strike two, three and two. So a full count to the left fielder, Jacob Stroh, trying to get the leadoff man on here for the Rockets at the top of the seventh. And the 3-2 pitch from Miller, outside, ball four. So after the three strikeouts, Stroh walks, and that'll bring up Cody Bruce. He was the starting pitcher. He walked. Reached on an error and singled in a run. Left-handed hitter. First pitch takes it. It's going to be just outside. Ball one. Carney did have somebody warming up down to the bullpen. And they're walking back to the dugout. Throw over to first. That Corbin Rich that was warming up? Yeah, he was down there warming up. Of course, as we said, they put Larson into left and pulled Rich out. And the 1-0 pitch now on the way to Bruce. Low and away, ball two. Coach Brad Archer already had to go out once and yank a pitcher because of missing the plate. And this is what you don't want to do is give the free passes here with the four-run lead. 2-0 pitch, outside, way outside, ball three. So Stroh, who had struck out three times, walks. Now you've got a 3-0 count to Cody Bruce with Trayton Brand on deck. Northeast just wants to get the tying run to the plate. They're off to a good start. 3-0 pitches in there for strike one. Riley Miller came on in relief. In the fourth, has not had a clean inning, but has been okay when he's thrown out of the windup. Pitch to Bruce, up and in, and it is ball four and back-to-back -back walks to lead off the top of the seventh here for Lincoln Northeast. Brad Archer right there talking to Matt Conant. Josh Redmond there as well. I think he's trying to say how many pitches has he thrown is that will make a difference on when he can come back and throw again and how much. Arch not usually right over there talking to Conant, but he was there. Now he's going to go back and lean against the fence as Trayton Brantz comes in, hit by a pitch on a 3-2 pitch, singled the last two times up. Two on and nobody out top of the seventh. Carney leads it 10-6. Tries to throw a little curveball that's up, ball one. And Brad Archer's not leaning on the fence anymore. And that's just going to be right here. Yep, 
Not going to waste any time. He's not going to go any farther. That's going to be it for Riley Miller. So Lincoln Northeast trying to make a rally here in the seventh, get the first two men on board via the walk, and Carney will bring in their fourth pitcher of the baseball game. We'll tell you who it is after this timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. If you're passionate about agriculture and want to serve some of the area's leading producers, join the A-Team at Aurora Cooperative. Aurora Cooperative has multiple openings in agronomy, animal nutrition, energy, and grain at their locations in Nebraska, Iowa, and South Dakota. Aurora Cooperative offers very competitive wages and an extremely generous benefits package. If you're self-directed and customer focused apply today at auroracoop.com slash join our team aurora cooperative is an equal opportunity employer they'll be there to help that commercial job get done when it's a contractor who needs it done right they'll be there if you happen to need landscaping rock a graveled entrance road help you with your sand volleyball court they'll be there it's one of carney's finest businesses the original broadfoot sand and gravel family physical therapy and sports center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Making just his second appearance of the year. The first was against Columbus. Corbin Rich comes in. He went a inning and two-thirds. So Rich is in there. He likes to throw the heat. And it looks like maybe Lincoln Northeast has made a change somewhere. Let's see if we can pick that up. Maybe a courtesy runner? I don't think so, though. So maybe just double-checking who's available and what's going on. Because, again, Corbin Rich was in left, so they re-enter him in the baseball game. And Coach Parker just wanting to make sure his card is right and that everything is right. So at the plate is Trayton Brantz. He has already ahead of the count 1-0. And Corbin Rich tries to come in and get the save right here. The first pitch. Fastball high, ball one, or ball two, because... It was already 1-0. It's a 2-0 pitch. Rich comes set. Turns and fires. Fastball. Strike one. That's probably going to be the story here as you are now at the 6-7-8, possibly nine batters, trying to overpower the bottom third of this lineup. And it starts here with Trayton Brands. The 2-1. Fastball in. Ball three. It has not been the largest strike zone of all time today for either team. So outside of maybe painting the outside corner, there hasn't been a whole lot. 3-1. Thought about it. High. Ball four. So three consecutive walks to start the seventh inning here for Lincoln Northeast. And we are going to have a courtesy runner in now for Lincoln Northeast, and coming in will be Caden Clapper, and now at the plate will be Chase Morehouse. He came in for Max Roberts. So Morehouse comes up with a big, big opportunity here. He is a lefty. 
So let's see what he can do at the plate with the bases loaded and nobody out here in the seventh. The first pitch to him is going to be out of the zone, ball one. Morehouse has not got a hit on the year, and he's going to take ball two. Two and oh. Tanner Johnson warming up in the bullpen as Corbin Rich does find the strike zone here, two and one. Chase Blanchard is next, and then Jordan Sachs due up. Well, it looks like maybe a pinch hitter with the bat in his hand, and the pitch here is out of the zone, ball three. There's no place to put him. The first three men have all walked, bases loaded, nobody out. Here in the top of the seventh, Carney had a four-run lead, 3-1. Gave him the strike outside corner, strike two, three and two. Again, Chase Morehouse doesn't have a hit this year. Got a groove one. Rich fires, and it's going to be popped up. Foul. Can anybody get to it? No, between the catcher and third baseman. Dylan Welsh hustled out of there. But just wasn't able to handle that. Morehouse fouls it to keep it alive. That's what North Star wants, or Northeast wants right now. Get a chance. And again, we'll have the payoff pitch from Corbin Rich on the way. Swung on and missed, strike three. So out number one, Corbin Rich. After the walk, gets the strike out. Catcher Chase Blanchard stands in. Grounded to short, walked and scored to the fourth and flew out to center, so he's putting the ball in play. And let's see if he can send it the other way here against Corbin Rich, who steps off the back of the mound. Carney 10, Lincoln Northeast 6. But here in the top of the seventh, the bases are loaded for the Rockets. And there is now one out after the strikeout. Rich kicks and fires down and in. Ball one. And again, Carney's just got to be smart if the ball's put in play. Don't be a hero. All you got to do is take it to the closest base. The tying run is still at the plate. The 1-0 over his head, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. And as a number eight hitter, Chase Blanchard probably keeps the bat on his shoulder here. He does, and it's a strike, 2-1. Jordan Sachs would be next, but they've got a pinch hitter on deck and Caleb Hunt. So he would be next, Caleb Hunt on deck. 2-1. Off the shin guard and all the way to the backstop. Pass ball. That didn't bounce in there. That just wasn't caught, and a run will score. And again, you don't like to see that happen, but it's not the end of the world. It just means now you can't take it to any bag. You have to go to first. And the count is three and one to Blanchard. 10-7, Carney. And if Rich gives up a walk here, does Coach Archer just go get Tanner Johnson out of the bullpen? Coach Archer adjusting his defense out there. Looking to make sure they're ready to go in the bullpen. Corbin Rich now will go out of the full windup, the 3-1 pitch, and that's in there. 
high. Three and two, okay. Huh. What did we miss? Three balls, two strikes. The pitch swung on and fouled back. I guess they called it a strike on the pass ball. That's the only thing I can think of because it should have been three and one. Nonetheless, it's full count. Rich delivers, and that is low and inside. Ball four. The bases are loaded again. And the tying run is at first. The go-ahead run is at the plate. A pinch hitter in Caleb Hunt will step in. And we're going to get a courtesy runner as well down at first base. Looks like that'll be number 11, which I don't see on our roster here. So we'll try and figure that out. Anyway, it is Caleb Hunt pinch hitting. He'll take one up and in for ball number one. Bases loaded, 10-7. Carney up. And Rich is going to come off the back of the mound. Let's see what that's all about. That is Jason Brown. Jason Brown is the courtesy runner down at first for Lincoln Northeast. He now represents the tying run. Caleb Hunt, 1-0 count. And the pitch. Up and in, ball two. And that's going to be it for Corbin Rich. Carney is trying to walk the ball game away here in this seventh inning. So Tanner Johnson, it's his turn. Walk, 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 strike out, walk. And a 2-0 count to the pinch hitter, Caleb Hunt. So Tanner Johnson will take his warm-up pitches. Nothing easy right now for the Carney Bearcats in the last week. We'll be right back 10-7, top of the seventh. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. All right, for the first time this year, Tanner Johnson will come on for Carney High. He's pitched in the earlier days in his career, but today he started the game as the designated hitter. So Caleb Hunt will still be batting. The bases are loaded in the top of the seventh. It's Kearney 10, Lincoln Northeast 7. A run is already crossed. All of the base runners have been on the four walks that have been issued in this game. Starting with Riley Miller, then Corbin Rich, who got just the one out. And now Tanner Johnson will stand in there. So there is all kinds of scratches here on the poor play card. 
And now I think Kyle Parker actually has a gripe uh, with the home plate umpire, uh, wondering who can enter and who can bat where. And we're going to have a discussion here between Mr. Schmidt and Mr. Langan as this has turned into a long baseball game, two and a half hours already. So we'll see what they do between the umpires here. So then Coach Archer is going to have to see what's going on. I think we made another change out in left field. Riley Miller is now out there. Uh-oh. Now they're going to walk over and talk to Coach Brad Archer. Possibly an illegal substitution. Coach Parker also wants to go over there and be a part of this discussion. Maybe they just have paperwork issues. You know how one book might have four fouls and one might have three. So now Tanner Johnson trying to stay warm. High school baseball on ESPN. Don't forget to check out our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet. We'll have our new ones here for you in April. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com, B&B Carpet, one male, one female each and every month. You can always nominate by going to the website. Doesn't matter what sport they play. Love to hear what's going on with the athletes. Always some good ones to recognize. We've got a bunch of different left fielders out there. And we still have a long discussion going on here between the coaches. I don't think Coach Archer is overly happy, but I think he also knows that maybe he's going to have to switch something. He's headed back to the dugout, but I don't see anybody moving anywhere. Might only have something to do with who would come to the plate. Yep. So Riley Miller cannot play left. They're going to have to put Corbin Rich back out in left field. So that's what happened. Rich was the original left fielder. They pulled him out so that he could warm up in the bullpen. And now after all this is over, we're finally ready to go. All right, here's what we've got. Bases loaded for Lincoln Northeast. One out. They're down three here in the top of the seventh and what is supposed to be the final inning. And Carney's fifth pitcher, Tanner Johnson, making his first appearance of the season on the mound. Could throw out of the full windup, is going to come home. And he's got the first pitch in there for a strike. So it's 2-1. and one. Caleb Hunt was up in the count 2-0. He is the pinch hitter in the nine slot here. And Johnson needing strikes, throwing strikes, fouled out down the right field line, strike two, two and two. This would be a big, big punch out here if Johnson could walk in, throw three pitches, and set Hunt down. Let's see what he throws with the 2-2. Two -two. Hasn't pitched all year. Does he start throwing a little off speed? Let's find out. The 2-2. Two -two. Nope, fastball swung on and missed, strike three. So they're looking for strikes. Tanner Johnson comes in and throws three, and he will get the punch out. So now it comes down to the top hitter on this Lincoln Northeast team, Connor Wilkin. 
Walked and scored in the first. Flew out to center in the second. Singled in two runs in the fourth, but struck out in the sixth with a runner in scoring position. Down to the last out for Northeast. The pitch from Johnson. Swung on and skied in the air in the infield. Second base calling, looking, looking. Stutz under it. Stutz bounces out of his glove, and he catches it. It wasn't clean, but the ball game is over on a sky ball to Dawson Stutz. And for Lincoln North Star, Northeast, they score one run on no hits. There were no errors, and the bases end up being left loaded after giving up four walks in the seventh. And Carney High able to survive and improve to six and four. It snaps the three-game winning streak of the Rockets. They're three and five. Carney ten, and Lincoln Northeast seven. We'll be back with the new West Post Game Show and get you ready for NCAA Championship Basketball. Keep it here on ESPN. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Nothing is better than cruising or fishing in a boat powered by a Yamaha outboard. They make fun dependable. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Get ready for summer at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down, or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it. And who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart.
And welcome back to Memorial Field. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Well, assistant coach Josh Redman coming up to uh, let Matt get uh, some other uh, speaking down there. Uh, probably a tough one for uh, Matt. I mean, he's trying to take care of the pitchers and it was a rough outing for the pitchers today. You find a way to win. Right. You got some hits. Uh, it was a little more important there in the bottom of the sixth than we thought, Josh. Yeah, you know, in the spring, we talk all the time. It's a grind. And, you know, you go one game where you're, you're hitting the ball extremely well, and then you come back out the next game and you struggle on the mound. And that's that's ground for the course, and it's good to get back in the win column today. And you pitched well over the weekend, and then you get some different kids. Corbin's only been in for the second time. Tanner comes in uh, for the first time. So, uh, even though they've pitched in the past, uh, you had to rely on a couple of kids. that. Uh, and, and I thought Dawson did a great job coming right. in in relief, and then there's a drop ball and a chopper, and all of a sudden he's thrown out of the yeah, stretch and can't and find the zone. And that's stuff that we need to eliminate when we talk about the errors. Uh, that's something we've talked about, you know, as a staff and with the team. It's those errors that add up to extra pitches. So with extra pitches, that puts more pressure on the mound here as well. So um, – and when you guys get, we got guys like Johnson and Rich and those guys, those are guys we're going to have to rely on, you know, down the stretch here. So it's good to get them in the game and get some in-game experience for sure. Talk about, though, uh, hitting the baseball, getting up five uh, and, and then having that nice inning. I mean, Corbin, uh, you had a couple of guys that did, really well, did, did well today, and Corbin, he's starting to, he's starting to get on and had that one not been off the handle that he sent halfway out to left, uh, we might have had more RBIs. He came around first base, actually, and said, I just missed it. Yeah. So, like, he's seeing the ball extremely well. And, you know, from the offensive side of things, we talk all the time about, you know, our approach and working in what we call plus territory. You know, that, that's going to pay dividends. We're trying to put the pressure back on the pitcher and not, not at the plate. What was the feeling? What kind of feeling did you get from the kids on the ride home Saturday and then before the game here today, it was, it's a three-game losing streak that's kind of unlike three-game losing streak because you kind of feel pretty good. You played right. good. Uh, what, what was the sense you got from the guys? You know, anytime you take you know those top teams in the state down to the wire and you don't come out on top, you know, that stings a little bit. But I think Coach Archer said it best. He goes, we can play with anybody in the state if we show up and do the little things right. And, you know, look over the weekend between Anderson and Raiders, there was zero walks in two games. And that's, that's huge. Um, we got to be better at, doing the little things right from the standpoint of we scored three runs, we're up three nothing, we can't be satisfied with that, we got to add. So. All right, uh, Josh, uh, now uh, another chance to go play some baseball later this week. you got four more games uh, that you got to take advantage of. And, again, you might face somebody's ace. Uh, Coach Archer figures you'll probably see Faye against Grand Island again. But uh, four games that are definitely winnable to keep things rolling along here. Yep, and that's we'll more than likely see Faye again. I mean, that kid's a heck of a pitcher. And, um we, we want that from a standpoint to get us ready here as we go down the stretch to get ready for uh, conference and districts. Convince your brother to throw somebody <laughs> else over there, all right? Those are conversations all the time. Josh, thanks, man. Yep. Good win. Carney High wins it by a score of 10-7. to 7. Assistant coach Josh Redman uh, comes up and uh, joins us here in the New West postgame show. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the final stats of this baseball game. Again, uh, I'll talk it over with the official scorekeeper to see where we are, we're off. Uh, I don't give an error on a pass ball or a, or a wild pitch, so maybe we had a couple there. Uh, but uh, let's take a look at what we had. I had Carney for 10 runs, 12 hits, three Lincoln Northeast airs, and eight men left on base. Uh, Riley Miller will end up getting the win uh, for Carney, and then uh, Tanner Johnson is going to get a save coming on there with the uh, potential game uh, winning run uh, at the plate or game 
leading run coming at the plate. So Tanner in his first appearance is going to get the save, and Riley will get the win. Uh, for Lincoln Northeast, seven runs, six hits. I had one error, uh, but there were a couple others uh, of mistakes that were out there. Nine men left on base for Northeast, and remember, they didn't have a hit till the fourth inning. They didn't have a hit till the fourth inning, and that was a weak chopper that we had to give because nobody covered first base. It would have been an out, but Dawson Stutz turned to throw to first, and the first baseman had charged. The second baseman wasn't over there yet. That ended up being an infield hit, and that's when Northeast finally got things going. They scored their first run in the first inning with a ton more walks and wild pitches. So as the coach said, there were a lot of walks in this baseball game. Overall, for Carney pitching, Six strikeouts in the baseball game, but three, four, five walks. Five, six, seven, eight walks, excuse me, because we had all those walks here in the uh, seventh inning. They managed the two strikeouts and the four walks in that seventh inning, which almost did them in. Offensively for uh, Lincoln Northeast here this afternoon, Connor Wilkin, uh, he had a one base hit in the ball game, and he also walked and scored, so he ended up being one for four. Uh, some other uh, offense was provided here by the bottom of the lineup, as we kind of talked about. Uh, he had some guys that reached base a lot, like Cody Bruce. He walked twice, reached on an error, and singled and scored twice, but he only had the one hit. Trayton Brantz, he was two for two. He also was hit by a pitch and walked in the contest. Uh, also in this baseball game, uh, he only had those six hits, so he was kind of the leader for Lincoln Northeast. For Kearney, uh, they saw some strikeout pitching here from Lincoln Northeast in the baseball game. There were eight strikeouts from the starting pitcher in Cody Bruce, and then Maxwell Roberts and Chase Morehouse came in uh, after that and uh, made Carney put the ball in play, which they did. There were no more strikeouts after that. After the three walks in the first inning, Carney was never walked again in the baseball game. Offensively, Reese Bober ends up being one for three with a walk and two runs scored. Carter Lee was one for three with a walk and two runs scored. Corbin Rich was two for four with a single, a double. He also scored twice and reached on an error. Tanner Johnson was two for four with two singles and two RBIs. He was two for three, excuse me, because that first one was a sacrifice fly. So Tanner Johnson got the save, and he was two for three with an RBI and a run scored. Braden Anderson, he was also two for three with a sacrifice fly and one RBI, scored twice in the baseball game. Nolan Smith, he was three for four with four RBIs in the contest today. So usually the designated hitter, he played first today, a solid day at the dish for Nolan Smith. Corin Conrad got his first hit of the year in the sixth inning and drove in a run. And uh, then the bottom of the order just didn't have it today in the eight and nine uh, slots. Uh, put the ball in play, but just didn't have any base hits. And Carney wins it by a score of 10 to seven. We'll take a final break and wrap it up from the ballpark right after this. Okay, this is pretty cool. Tom Dinsdale and Hastings. You can buy cars right from their website. What? Yeah, it's called Start to Finish. You see, I clicked on the Purchase Now button on the car I like, and it let me choose the payment I wanted. It gave me a value on my trade, and all the financing stuff is right there. I wouldn't buy a car without test driving. <laughs> well, they bring the car to you if you're within 25 miles of Hastings. Now, Tom Dinsdale and Hastings? Yep, Tom Dinsdale, cdjr.com. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, They'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll be back with you next Monday for another Tri-Cities battle as Hastings rolls in to take on Kearney High. Hastings is playing at Platteview today, as was Adam Central in a split doubleheader. In the meantime, four more games for Kearney. They go to Grand Island to play the Islanders and Norfolk on Thursday. They go to Lincoln to play North Star and Lincoln High on Saturday. Then the home game against Hastings, and then we will be into the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament right after that. All right, final score, Kearney High 10, Lincoln Northeast 7, from Memorial Field, this is Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us. Coverage of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament is coming up next. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle.